should probably get this episode on the phone to fucking live. Yeah, yeah. Hey there, and welcome to Geeks with Kids, the internet's number one geeky podcast. From a parenting point of view, I'm your Black Lotus of a host, Eric. And don't check that statistics because you can't find it. Anyway, joining me this week is the demonic tutor, Matt Moore, Steve, the mind sculptor, Hawk, the true name, Nemesis, and returning Lauren of the Veil. Vale. Welcome, lady and gents. How's it going? The demonic tutor dude, really? I, I'm amazed <laughs> that you actually did all that uh, that intro. That's great. I'm well, I'm okay. I'm good. You know, I uh, ever since you gave me those magic cards, I have looked up a number really? of them. Oh, yeah. I, I thought I thought you never really actually. Uh, really no, did I anything. like even like when I originally um, looked into magic all those years ago. There has been mm. some little lingering stuff. Sure, I still don't like the planes idea. I think that's weird and outdated the lands but, oh yeah, yeah. Lands no thing. no it's a terrible system you know i i still have to do that episode with spears so i just basically say yeah the game is crap i mean i own a lot of it but i don't think it's a good game i have never said it was a good game but anyway oh, we're getting off topic yeah the anyway, we'll, we'll get to that when we get to that yes. but i, but I um, feel yeah. like that exact mentality is like maybe the core of more than anything else that is the core of like being into games just any yeah, kind sure, of game is sure. that, like it's not that great but i like i it's mine. <laughs> it's absolute trash. I've spent ten thousand dollars on it, but it's no, garbage. You don't even Damn want to you, think about the money. Too. Um, anyway, <laughs> now good analogy. That's a good analogy right there. Now, like mm-hmm. we start every episode, we check in with these fine folks and ask them what they're enjoying right now, what they're liking, what's good. So, what's good, Steve? What are you liking on? I feel like I'm always saying the same stuff, but a couple days ago, uh, Warhammer TV, which is a YouTube channel, released a cinematic trailer to announce the ninth edition of Warhammer 40K, which is the actual, you know, miniatures game. But the cinematic trailer kicks ass. And it's one of those situations where I just, I just watch it. I just go, yeah, I love it. This is like, this is a universe that actually gives, gives a crap about itself and actually, you know, puts out something that makes me like excited and want to spend money on it and actually open up the stuff, you know? So anyway, I'm, I'm, I, uh, I just watched it. I've watched it four times since yesterday and I'm, yeah. So that's my little what's new. It's very small, but. Definitely check uh, out the. Do you know who it was created by? Like the cinematic? Actually, no, I didn't look into that. Interesting. Well, I'll, I'll look it up and we'll put it on the show notes. Just mm-hmm, so that mm-hmm. Yeah, I'd be it. interested. Actually, it's sort of funny. It, it kind of has this feeling where, like, um, it almost looks like it's the toys, like in the trailer itself, but they made them kind of animated, kind of like the Lego movie. You know, they make the Lego cool. guys come to life, you know, <laughs> because it it's, cool? it's very it representative. That? It's not meant yeah. to be toys. Like, they look cool yeah. and realistic, but. They almost feel like they're trying to, you know, duplicate them. Did it look as good as that fan film, the one that I've been? No, watching? I, I would say the fan. Well, here's the thing: the the little cinematic I think does a really good job of like capturing the over the top nature and mood of 40k. Whereas that fan film is very dramatic and very serious, so mm-hmm. it's a very different tone. Um, I mean that that fan film Astartes, which is what it's called, is just something uh, everyone needs to see um, again. You know because something lovingly crafted by someone who gives a crap, which is something yeah. kind of rare these days. And the newest one just came out like a couple months ago, wasn't it? For was the it the, Yeah. Oh no, very recently, just, uh, just a few weeks ago. And oh, it okay. actually, uh, I think it was part five. Um, but the last part was like 10 minutes long. So if you watch all of them together now, it actually forms a coherent arc. So I highly recommend it. Um, the, yeah. The last episode yeah. is just the visuals and <laughs> what he created is. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, it's amazing storytelling. Almost like no words, but uh, he really captures the essence, you know, of um, of 40k, or at least the Space Marines. Nice. Yes. What so, about you, Hawk? What are you liking on right now? 
Uh, this one's a bit older than that, but I I, just, I signed up for Amazon Prime and then I was going through some you know TV shows looking for something to watch and I started watching the their version of The Tick, uh, starring oh. Peter Serafina was nice, nice. Uh, that makes me uh, sad. I. I know I'm loving his performance. I'm sorry mm-hmm. it only went two seasons in that because mm-hmm. there was just something like he just captured uh, the spirit of the original uh, animated character. Yeah. Uh, there was this line in the first episode at the end with this huge explosion in a warehouse after he beats up a bunch of guys and he just screams, go tell it on the mountain. <laughs> <laughs> <It's> just... <laughs> wow. So anyway, yeah, it was, am, yeah, it was a good it. series. Um, they, they really captured the essence of the character and all the, even all the secondary characters were really well done. It's, Sure. So good. Expanding on Arthur's character, but I loved how, like, at least for the first two to three episodes, not you weren't sure if whether or not the tick was actually just a, yeah. a delusion. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that was fun. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go off of your um your suggest your your yum, and I'll say uh, mine is uh, yeah. because it's on Amazon Prime yeah. as well, and I've been been enjoying it. It's a mini series called The Great, and it's starring Al Fanning, and it's um it's about. It's Catherine sort of this miniseries yeah. loosely based on Catherine oh. the Great, oh. who's uh, the Empress okay. of Russia. And it's like this, it's hilarious because Nicholas Holt and Al Fanning are the leads and they're just so good. Just right. so good. That's from the director of The Favorite, right? I believe so. Let me see. Yeah, I saw like an online ad for that. I didn't know what that was. That, that sounds really cool. It's really good. Mm. Um, I can't find it right now, but yeah. But it's really good. Yeah, check it out. It's all up now because it's an online series, so they just dumped all of the episodes out. Nice. All right, Mamor, what are you up? Um, I, I actually I took a break from all my my smoking of meats this weekend because I was. <laughs> <laughs> That's not a sentence I care to hear, but yes. Well, you know, embrace. Aren't it. you the one always <laughs> mentioning phrasing? Yeah, well, you know what? He I said what he what said. said. <laughs> um. But uh, was it Saturday? Was it Saturday? Saturday? Yes, Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. Uh, I actually watched for the first, well, the first time because it was the only time it aired. But I actually watched uh, All Elite Wrestling's Double or Nothing because I'm slowly getting my way back into the wrestling world again. And by getting back, I mean I'm actually actively yeah. watching it. Uh, Do we have a, a Julian to blame for this? No, this was entirely my own doing. This and I, he and I have talked at great lengths about the fact that it's you know the best thing that's out there right now. I didn't even know um, AEW was a thing. It is very. It's it's been in existence for a year. There, uh, as of Saturday, was. it was. It's been a year. <laughs> um, it's it's the the alternate and anti WWE, which I'm a big fan of, because cool. uh, they actually focus on you know wrestling as opposed to you know sports entertainment. Yes, who would think? Um, <laughs> it's yeah, well, there was uh, it's what the the president is Tony Khan, who's the owner of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Hmm. Or the co-owner of the Jackson Jaguars and uh, Cody Rhodes, who was obviously Dusty Rhodes' son. For those that know who Dusty Rhodes is, yes, yeah. nice. Um, it's phenomenal. Like the it, again, I watched the pay per view and I was like, I, I've never actually streamed a pay per view on my phone before. Hmm. Um, a totally worth it, and B phenomenal to watch because um, it's great. They're great at mixing like again, like the serious sport and then some ridiculous. Um, hilarious bits. The the pay per view closed with a stadium stampede, which was basically a, a five on five match that took place in the Jacksonville uh, football stadium. <laughs> no audience because they haven't had audiences because right. they're yeah. actually as much as Florida's like, no, we're gonna let people watch. They're like, yeah, we don't want people to come come and get sick, so we're gonna just film these without audiences. 
That's other awesome. than other wrestlers, but it was a five on five match that took place over the entire stadium. That's amazing. Um, <laughs> wow. Over, like even the those stands and insane, stuff. Insane. Oh, it, it had one of the most insane endings to a match I've ever seen in my life. Okay. I'm going to need to check this I, out. I, what is this called again? Guys, uh, all elite. It's AEW all elite wrestling's double or nothing. Okay. Yeah. Um, it's available on fight TV and what's I tell you the app that I watched it on, which I got, because it was easy. Uh, BR Ooh. Live. I'm now looking it up and I see stuff with the goalposts. That's awesome. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just, you just look it up. Look up uh, Double or Nothing Stadium Stampede. Most of the match is there. Oh, wow. Um, it's insane. That entire match is insane. Like, there's one point in time, but I'm telling you a spoiler. Uh, one guy actually continuously suplexes someone from one goalpost to the other one. <laughs> Okay, oh. I'm sold. That, that sounds um, like wrestling of old. That's yeah, awesome. well, and it's like it's the because uh, it was again, it's uh, Cody Rhodes and the Young Bucks, um, the which was the elite for those that are big indie wrestling fans, um, against Chris Jericho's inner circle because Chris Jericho is one of the big the names they have there. Oh. Um, mm. The elite also includes Matt Hardy for those that are you know of the '90s that watch <gasps> that. The Hardy Boys, sorry, awesome. broken Matt, sorry, broken Matt Hardy. I should specify that. Oh, <laughs> he's not the Matt Hardy that he used to be. It's, yeah. it's hilarious. I loved it. It was a phenomenal pay per view. Um, that and now I'm kind of getting stoked that they released Snowpiercer on Netflix. Yeah, I'm well, slowly working my way into watching that. It's it's all right. It's all right. Series. I'll watch it. I, I liked the movie. Yeah. I'm intrigued to see what they do with the. Series. Yeah, the, well, it, it's definitely in a different universe. It's not really based on the comic, but yeah. um, Ooh. but it's all right, I guess. It's all right. That's all it's, I'm gonna say. It's for it. it's new product on Netflix and it's yeah. entertaining. Yeah, Jennifer mm-hmm. Connelly's wonderful. David Diggs is great. Um, the yeah. secondary cast is all right. Uh, that guy Travis from Grand Theft Auto Five is yeah Travis on a train. <laughs> I guess <laughs> Steve Ogg. Wow. <laughs> subscribed to it because it was David Diggs, and that's all yeah. I cared about. Was it Stephen Ogg? I think is his name. Stephen Stephen Ogg. Ogg. Stephen yeah, Ogg. Yeah. yeah, he's a really nice guy. I met him at a fan expo a number of years ago. Nice. Um, cool. He's he's sort of crazy though in real life too. So. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he seems it right. So it's not an act. Yeah. It's not an act. Um, but uh, I, yeah, David Diggs is wonderful. Um, mm-hmm. There are some neat visuals. Um, I yeah. think they could have gone a little darker. I don't know if not dark is not the right term, but I think they could have. You'll you'll see when you get to it. I don't. Yeah, I don't want to. I don't want to. No, no, no it's it. fine. Yeah, like I said, I'm getting into it slowly. It's not like a. I'm not gonna binge it. I'm gonna take my time with it because it's not like I'm ravenous for it. But I, I'm glad that it's there because I like the yeah. movie and I want to see what they're doing. They're, they're releasing it week by week as well. So yeah. there's only two episodes. And I'm fine with that. Um, I guess Hawk. Hawk, are you the last one? Do we? No. Do you? Do we, no. We did Lauren. Lauren. Yes, Lauren's my bad. Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> when you said Lauren, I'm going to end with you because you're the returning guest. Who's yes, last? I'm, I am tired. I'm going to drink this giant coffee. Go home, Eric. You're drunk. <laughs> or get drunker. I'm at home. <laughs> I mean, no. to you. No, I uh, I super enjoyed that you're watching the tick because for the longest time my uh, Twitter handle was a reference to a tick quote from the Patrick Warburton tick though. So okay. <laughs> mm. yeah, uh, which was uh, the quote is uh, you're on a first name basis with lucidity, little friend. I have to call it Mister Lucidity, and that's no good in a pinch. <laughs> oh yeah, I forgot you had that on Twitter. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Uh, so like that tickled me. <laughs> uh, 
uh, things that are making, I mean, things that are good are it's Animal Crossing. Um, I don't know if anyone's heard. It's like a small indie game. Not a lot of people are into it yeah. right now. Yeah, you know, it's, nobody, uh, barely it's, anybody. It's something about turnips and stuff like that. Yeah, you know, I think it might take off. It's a, uh, it's, I think it's it's flying under the radar, but it's going to do big things. I think. Yes. <laughs> it's such a addictive game. Oh it's God. so dumb. Like, and listen, like, uh, my friend is currently very annoyed with me because he's like, "You need to give them time to settle into your island," and I'm like, "There are people on this island right now who need to go. These <laughs> these random characters, get get off my island. You're which, not welcome." Which one are you talking? Are you talking about like Sahara and stuff like that, or you just no? Talking Sahara about is your... delightful. She comes. She she gives me. Carpet? She, she, she she gives me carpets once a week. I get carpets and then she goes. No, I'm talking about uh, residents on the island, um, villagers on the island. Um, you I don't have, like your villagers? I like well, my villagers. So I, didn't, I, I didn't pick some of them. Some of them I did not have a choice. Um, and they're terrible. Um, <laughs> they're terrible. Listen, one of them, his name is Olaf, and he looks like a jackass. He's a jackass anteater, and he always walks around in a little like matador costume, but he's an actual jackass. And so... <laughs> And he's awful. He he made someone cry. He said mean things to them and made them cry. My interest in this game is rising. <laughs> you can, um, you too can have a, a you if you want. You can make an island and just have nothing but assholes around you. Like, I would love to if I could sold. actually get my hands on a freaking switch. Yeah. So I, worldwide still, um, still worldwide shortage. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. yeah. I refuse to pay a thousand dollars for one online. There is a oh subreddit on. Reddit, obviously, that is, I think it's called Canada Deals, Canadian mm-hmm. Deals, yep. and they have a pinned topic at the top that's only Switch deals all the time. So that's, they'll yeah. tell you when um, Switches are in stock in various places. Oh, that's, I, I, that's fine. I just, I, I don't, I'm, I'm pissed that there was that big, you know, buy up of it and people are hoarding them. I yes. don't, I'm not even waiting. Yeah. I will wait till they are all back in stock regularly. I'm not even going to mess around yeah. with yeah. any of that because it's just so... It, the Nintendo Switch was our toilet paper shortage, which is ridiculous <laughs> to say. And it the continues. Hoarding toilet paper, we had people hoarding Nintendo Switches. It's and we and and um, is is Ring Fit, Ring Fit as well. Yeah, yes. it's Crazy. ridiculous. Like it just irritated me beyond all measure. Like, this shouldn't even be a thing that's a problem. Yeah. yeah uh, webcams and hair dye. Uh, I've had an order for bleach for my hair for. Three and a half weeks. I'm looking at my wow. invisible watch. Oof. Still hasn't arrived at my house. That's <laughs> I thought that would have taken care of itself, but I guess it's I, still going on. I can on. go to the Walmart by my house and pick it up for you and drive it to you if you really want. Because it, it can't be the box. It can't be the box color. It's got to be like it has to be like the the powder, the powder oh, and the mix well, and the volume. Be bougie about it. I can't help you there. I'm not gonna be bougie about it. I'm saying if I want to then dye my hair again, it has to be the proper. <laughs> Well, that's the price you pay for not just rocking the ginge. I, it's not going to be the whole ginge. Anyways, it's fine. Um, but uh, the other thing that I'm doing is... Uh, what, oh, angry know? about that. How dare you? <laughs> um, uh, uh, today was the launch date for um, the Elder Scrolls Online new chapter called mm. Graymore. Oh, yes. Is, Graymore. Graymore is a return to Skyrim for them. You're, uh, they are in Western Skyrim and in Blackreach, which people who played uh, Skyrim, mm-hmm. the standalone right. game, will know is the gigantic underground labyrinth of mm-hmm. mushrooms and murderous uh, chorus, yeah. and uh, also elves. Um, so it's a 
the focus is like a vampire-esque like gothic story. Okay. Um, and it's set like a thousand years before Skyrim. Oh, so, okay. So there's some parts of it that are very familiar looking in terms of like uh, Skyrim aesthetic. There's things that stay the same, like the Dragon Bridge, and then there's other things that are sort of off. Mm-hmm. So they're in Hoffinger and Morthal, and a little bit of like that region between like Hoffinger and um, the Reach. So and they haven't released what their fourth quarter DLC is going to be. Pretty sure it's going to be Markarth. So mm-hmm. the Reach. So we'll see how that plays out. Um, but uh, it was launch day and they have been all working from home, uh, obviously, oh. like, like everyone else. <laughs> right. Um, and the servers went up and immediately went down. <laughs> <laughs> Why did the servers immediately go down? It wasn't, you know, because of, you know, a, an overload of service needed or anything. It's because uh, someone didn't write in the code to gate lock the zone. <laughs> the people who had not spent $60 were wandering into Western Skyrim oh, wow. saying, hey, there's some fun stuff here, guys. Wow. And that locked the servers for four hours <laughs> How do you- while they tried to fix it. And they did. Yes. Yes, Matt. Ask your question. How do you screw that up? I, Your I don't one know. job is, is to make sure that people have paid for the product that you're releasing. Well, Indeed. That's and, not the worst launch screw-ups I've heard. That one's pretty funny, actually. Right. That's, funny, that's yeah. pretty bad. It's like, yeah, we spent all this time. We've got this great. Cool, it's launched. Uh, did you gate lock that? <sighs> Shit. No, no. There, there's been worse screw-ups recently. Wait. That one is pretty funny. Uh-oh. Yeah, wait, yeah, wait, wait. Yeah, there's been way worse stuff ever. But this is just, yeah, yeah this was hilarious. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's really funny. Um, <laughs> well, it is Zenimax, right? They they made and, Elder oh. Scrolls and Fallout seventy six. So, oh, don't oh. worry, I <laughs> don't worry. Thoth <laughs> is uh, yes, mm. um, yeah. Anyways, so that was hysterical to me, and um, so there was a lot of rumors going around because someone had posted like, "Hey, I didn't buy this game, but uh, I'm in Western Skyrim, ha ha ha," on the on the forums, and that's what prompted them to basically lock down what the whole thing. What an idiot! Okay, that's why we don't have nice things. That's even doubly bad. Than than nice that things. idiot was should have just kept his damn mouth shut and enjoyed the free ride. No man, people uh, love karma horse, to man. brag. That's karma what they want. Horse. I know. Um, so they um, <laughs> there there's a there's an ongoing UI error that if you go into their like in-game crown store which is where you make um purchases Mm -hmm. uh with with uh real money um it says everyone says that they own graymoor but unless you actually purchase graymoor you do not own graymoor but they haven't fixed the ui error yet sure sure yeah so there uh i i have i've managed to get in and play some of the the zone i've kind of wandered around quite a bit um it's it's skyrim that's what it looks like. Nice. It's Skyrim. The graphics look basically the same as Skyrim, which uh, tells you uh, the commitment to the graphics that <laughs> that the Elder Scrolls is known for. Um, <laughs> uh, What's the next release? Be? I don't know. Just pull up the old Skyrim skins and just like youthen them up a little bit. No, what, don't even do that. Just just no. bring them over. Yeah, they, oh, no, youthen them up. No, just toss them over. That's fine. Um, it is lovely. Like I, I think they have done a nice job so far it feels like the last two chapters is it feels small 
um, mm -hmm. as a zone. It feel it doesn't feel super big. However, I haven't gone into Blackreach at all yet. I've just been tooling around up upstop. Right. And Blackreach is like a literally is a separate zone and it's enormous. So yeah, I think so they're trying to. Yeah. So that's cool. Yeah, yeah. That, that, there's two zones at least. Time was on was on that underground area. I <laughs> love and like Blackreach is a very polarizing space. You, uh, which I didn't realize until they announced where they were going this year at their announcement in January. Blackreach is polarizing, friends. People have big, big feels about Blackreach. Mm, weird. Okay. Hmm. Yeah. Both positive and negative. The negative being like, oh, I'm in this Dwemer ruin. No, fuck, I'm in Blackreach again. <laughs> I believe. <laughs> this sounds um, like the, the, the mindset of any online gamer, to be honest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh. Yeah, yeah, so I'm excited to see where that goes. Nice. So, so since Lauren started with the news, let's jump into the news segment. Um, <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. It's it's all good. It's all good. Um, Matt Moore, do you have any, oh, no. do you have any uh, news yeah. stuff that you want to talk about? Um, I've only one thing. I'm sure we probably brought it up before. If we haven't, I'll bring it up. Uh, Umbrella Academy season two is coming out so soon. Yeah. I'm so uh, excited to see why they closed my favorite donut shop for another couple months. <laughs> it's fair. It's fair. It's true. Um, Steve, you have anything uh, news wise? Well, no. wait, let's let's talk. do you want to talk about uh, Umbrella Academy? I'm lo looking forward to it, especially since they changed the ending of the the yes, comic book. Exactly. So I don't know where they're gonna go, and that makes me I, happy and excited. They said, they said they're gonna kind of follow the second arc, like the second series arc, as much. But I'm sure they're gonna do something cool with it. I don't <laughs> yeah. care. I'm excited to see it. It's gonna be that, good. Yeah, that sounds amazing. They, that they, they're they're trying to keep it a year in the making at this point in time. Yeah. I'm excited to see it because they've definitely spent their time on it. Yeah. Plus the trailer they they released their um, quarantine dance at home yes. was wonderful and yes. it it felt just right and it's really funny because a lot of the people online were like oh no people are getting hot and they're so young I was like oh, <laughs> don't do that oh all right. Uh, Hawk, do you have any news you want to chat chat about? Interesting little news item came out today is uh, that Scott Derrickson, the horror director and the director of Doctor Strange, has been yep. tapped to direct a sequel to Labyrinth. Mm -hmm. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, that's gonna be Not interesting. Sure what to be. It'll, I think, uh, could be interesting. That uh, that I've, film has been kind of in development hell for about thirty five years, years yeah. at this point. Mm -hmm. Um, the last, the last bit I heard about it, and I'm hoping this is accurate, is that they're going to, they're going back and they're going to be doing the, um, the Terry Jones script, which I really mm. would love to see filmed. Ooh. Uh, Cause it was great. way darker than what <laughs> they ended up with. Mm -hmm. uh, mostly because when he wrote the script, they didn't have Bowie signed. And when mm -hmm. they signed Bowie, that was when they kind of took that hard right into what we all ultimately got, which was phenomenal. Fantastical. Um, but yeah, the the Terry and the Terry Jones script is you can find it online. You have to dig a little bit for it, but it does exist. It is a Terry Jones movie. Okay, it really um, is. And I would really love to see it get used, only because it'd be nice to have you know a little piece of his legacy live on. Uh, I used to have the script downloaded on my computer. I wonder if I wonder if I can put it on our website during the show notes, or if I find it, I can find yeah. it online again. Yeah, yeah. maybe maybe I'll just link to it. I I I'm excited to it. I. I don't know if I'm keen on a sequel. I'd love to see a. I would love to see a reimagined remake that isn't just like we're going to get a different singer to do the Bowie bit because only mm. Bowie can ever do Bowie. Um, but I'd like to see them do something with that again for a new generation, especially because if the Dark Crystal Crystal Age of Resistance show us nothing, is that you can have live puppets 
yeah. and CGI exist and make things beautiful. And I'd love to see what they can do with the tech they have now. Yep. I got so passionate, my light fell down. That's what that pump was. The um the 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 cool thing about this is that the a lot of the producers were on Dark Crystal. So no. okay. So we might see the same sort of care. I hope I'd love the to. same. I would love to. Yeah. Care. This um, is what I was hoping. They go with the whole production design team behind the Dark Crystal. Bring that over. Well, and that. they can't take the whole team because they're doing a sequel yeah. to that. Yeah. Um, but yeah. But even great. then, like, it's still it's 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 great to see that good has come from from that series, which again is coming up on having been almost a year since it came out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Lauren, do you have any? Oh wait, Lauren, was that your only news? The Zenimax stuff. Uh, the Zenimax stuff. Uh, the other thing is also strangely enough is Skyrim related, which is um, I don't know if you guys know. Uh, Shirley Skyrim Grandma. Um, oh yes, is yes. A, is a yes, is a senior uh, who streams Skyrim. They call her Skyrim Grandma, Skyrim Grandma or Nana. Uh, she is delightful, wholesome. Basically, the reason that the internet should exist and the fact that the internet is not more of this is a true tragedy. And one of my goals in life is to make it better. <laughs> um, yeah. uh, Based and- on your Twitter, yes, I, I understand. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, uh, unfortunately, Shirley is going to be doing less streaming as of late because for some reason, uh, concern trolls have come out um, basically saying that they're con- that. Um, patronizing her about her health and whether or not streaming as she is is healthy for her as a woman her at a woman at her age basically she's being like harassed by people that she doesn't know what she's doing and she's too old to do it yeah it's a bit Uh, of a weird story actually i did look into this and unfortunately it i think the story's actually taken off on its own slightly so some of the facts are not yeah you got to be very careful if you look this story up because a lot of the mainstream video game media has like (sighs) turned it into some sort of harassment thing and it's not in, it's it's more like what lauren is saying it, it, it's it's not as clear cut and she's actually come out on her own twitter and just said yeah you know what everything's fine like you guys are just like you gotta you know relax yeah. you know so it's yeah it's not nearly as ominous as a lot of these like yeah, video let, games let her play places. video games and live her life and stream her stuff and if you think you can yeah. do better do better damn it don't don't but, her down. Yeah. I, I, yeah, I'm chalking it up to like COVID, like COVID mania of just like everyone's empathy bucket is pretty empathy bucket is pretty dry. But yeah, y'all like don't don't tell Skyrim Nana how to how to stream. Yeah, Go don't, yeah. don't yuck her yum. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like uh, I think it's it's a good rule of the internet, which is that like uh, you don't have to stay is like if if something's happening and you really don't like it like you don't have to be here you can yeah, that's go just it. Don't <laughs> make, you don't have to make it go away you can just not be there yeah yeah i'm pretty sure she knows what's best for her she's yeah much older and wiser than most of us yeah but anyways so. uh i i am like i will brigade anyone that i see telling her what to do <laughs> So, I like uh, that brigade. Uh, that's right. Uh, it's, uh, I'm going to ride the seat of justice. That is what I call it. And I will be a one woman show of don't tell Shirley how to live her life. <laughs> All right. Yes. That's it's the end true. Of mine. Don't yuck the yum. Uh, anyway, on, yeah, <laughs> on my list, I have, eight, I have eight things. So we can talk about oh each God. one if we want to. Eight um, things. Eight eight things. Oh my God. So, first thing on docket is SGN and John Krasinski. For those that don't know, Some Good News was the feel good YouTube series created by Krasinski's. Yay! 
yeah. um, highlight, highlighting some of the lighter news in the world, you know, in an effort to cheer up people during these quarantine times. Mm-hmm. Um, anyway, following a massive bidding war, the series has been licensed to Viacom CBS, <gasps> which no will way. see the series move to that network, whether it's Damn. on CBS All Access or some other outlet um, owned by them. It uh, remains to be seen after initial reports of the series going to the streaming service was debunked by Krasinski himself. Um, I'm sort of bummed about this news. This sort, well, yeah. I don't know if it's if it's free for everyone still, and it just gets a little more money to do good in the world. I think that's good. If it's on any kind of a streaming site, it's not going to be free for everyone, which yeah. defeats, which to me defeats the entire purpose yeah. of doing it in the first place. I I think they 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 said it's not on their um, paid streaming service, but if it's on YouTube or something, still, I think that well, then keep yeah, be. but keep but I mean, even then, it's like okay, but if that's the case, why do they need to buy it and license it because? Yeah. That also know. means that if that's the case, we won't get it in Canada. Possibly, yes. Yeah. That. There's still um, a lot they can do with the advertising around the show and that, that you know, can absolutely. put some money in their I pockets. Just, so. Even then, to me, it's still, it's kind of distasteful because it's like, yeah. I mean, and I love what he did. And I obviously, yes, like he, I remember he originally was just, I'm going to take a break. And I, mm-hmm. again, it's, it is exhausting because, you know, he's trying to, you know, keep up with everything. And it's great that he's doing that. But at the same time, it's, the whole point was just to be this campy, silly little thing that he was doing from home with his with his wife and his family and, and his friends reaching out to do that and make people feel good. As soon as you get corporations involved in it, it's, there's a, no, it's, it's <laughs> what it is. It's not about that anymore. It's about products and selling and making money. And I, that, that just distasteful for me. Yeah. It, there's a weird taste in my mouth from it, but we'll see what happens. We don't, We'll see what happens, I guess. But that being said, brother's got to get paid, so I can't get mad at him for that. <laughs> it's true. Uh, yes, yeah, sorry, Lauren? No, I, uh, yeah, I, uh, I, I don't mind. I honestly don't mind. I, I get the, I, yeah, I understand the feeling that you guys have, though, that kind of, like, squidgy feeling. But for me, I'm like, yeah, sure. Like, you should. Like, but I don't think that, because I, I think the intention from Krasinski was never that he was making this. Yeah. Like you said, he was never making this to make money. Yeah. Um, but I can also see um, a perspective of, can I sell this thing and it can grow into something bigger or grow into something else. And I'm not sure, like, I don't, I, I'm not necessarily advocating for or against that, but I can see there is uh, a space for people where they, that's where they see it. And I think that's kind of where it comes from. Mm-hmm. Uh, yes, but the, I mean the counterpoint I give is that the whole point was that this was to try to give an alternate to all the the, the negative stuff that was getting put out in the news, and Absolutely. it was designed to be like a to ride out the quarantine and just give you like a like a highlight of of the things that are good in the world. Mm-hmm. I mean to license that it's like okay, but is that's like they're just going to keep doing this, especially after you know the quarantine gets lifted and the pandemic is sorted out, which could be a while still. But ultimately, <laughs> like what's the end? What's the end goal with this? Because mm. eventually it gets to the point. Sure, but then it's. <laughs> we'll I don't always. Know I, mm. <laughs> I don't yeah. know. I feel like regardless of when the when the coronavirus is finally stamped under our heels, and we uh, do some sort of victory tango, uh, we'll still need good news. Yeah, sure. One hundred. The world is still a dumpster fire that that could <laughs> use like a small rosette on it. Yeah. Sure. So really, we'll see what happens. Hopefully, yeah. it'll be good. Um, the next item on my list is the amazing series What We Do in Shadows has gotten renewed for season three, just ahead of its uh, finale. There's two more episodes, I believe. I can't remember in this season. Yay, um, Taika. Yeah. Um, 
the next. Uh, looks like the Jurassic World series will continue after the third installment, Jurassic what? World Dominion. No. <sighs> Speaking with <sighs> Collider recently, producer Frank Marshall said Dominion will be the start of a new era. And that, oh, for God's sake. <laughs> Which translates to Chris Pratt wants out. We got to get rid of that character so he can go do Marvel. Exactly. Crunch so, him. <laughs> Crunch him and his stupid hat. <laughs> So he says, the dinosaurs are now on the mainland among us, and they will be there for quite some time, I hope, suggesting that at least one more Jurassic film will come after Dominion. Right. Oh, my goodness. You know, Jurassic World 2 was a breakout hit. Uh, that was a garbage fire. Yep. Anyway, uh, we got a new <laughs> we got a new Tenant trailer. That's the new film by Christopher Nolan and a confirmed release date of July 17th of this year. Hmm. It, yeah. The trailer premiered yeah. in the game Fortnite and was introduced by Jeff Knightley for some reason, because I guess that's a thing now. Uh, Fortnite! Uh, yeah. You know, like, not to get into a big rabbit hole, but you know how, like, um, that movie, which I will not name, um, <laughs> having to do with they employed the stars, uh-huh. um, oh, yeah. had opened with the crawl saying, like, you know, a, a, an evil voice across the universe or something. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah, huh? That voice was actually in Fortnite. Like, yes. So if you were wondering what that was a reference for, you had to play Fortnite to catch the voice. Because really? they actually had the Emperor oh. talking. Yes. In, in, the, so in, the, in the promo for Fortnite. At last, the work of generations is complete. The great error is corrected. The day of victory is at hand. The day of revenge. The day of the Sith. Hey, yeah. Eric, we still have that big blue E, right? Yeah, yeah, we, we've been swearing oh, in this episode already. Get fucked with that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. You know what? And again, like, I've, I've your self control is admirable. I'm I've impressed. kind of been defending uh, Rise. Not much, but a little bit. I was trying to give it the benefit of the doubt. The fact that you had to play a goddamn <laughs> Battle Royale PC friggin' iPhone own piece of shit game to get a piece of the goddamn uh, Star Wars story get fucked Disney well that's, that's what that's why this this latest thing you just said just makes my eyes roll I'm like I can't believe they're doing it again like that's mm. like what a weird way to implement you know like media this way through but a video game but even if you're gonna do that and I, I understand yeah. because it, it has a, a really huge for the, the amount of people that play that game it's a really massive widespread reach awesome but maybe let those of us that have better shit to do know that you're doing that so we can fucking see it and understand what you're talking about yeah i didn't hear about that until after like like well, way later yeah because they won't even, and that's the thing like there's been so many weird things that happen on fortnite that tie in with other things that they don't talk about talk to that because everyone's like a part of the fortnite cult where unless you're there seeing it you don't tell anyone because you want to be like on the inside and know what's going on. Fuck Fortnite. <laughs> I'm going to dab on its fucking grave. Let's go, let's go into some lighter news um, since we haven't talked about it. Um, Ubisoft released the trailer for Assassin's Creed Valhalla uh, about a week or two ago. Yeah. Yeah. It yeah. A week. Yeah. Fucking amazing. That looks so amazing. good. Oh, it's a nice cinematic. I mean, we, yeah. we let's not talk about it because I want to do an episode about this. Fair. Um, sure. There's a lot to unravel in just that trailer. Sure. Um, it put together two things that I absolutely love and it made me so happy. Mm-hmm. Um, All right. Let's save it. Let, um, I wasn't going to do this news, but I sort of want to because you guys were talking about Star Wars. Um, Star Wars The High Republic, which is the new series by Lucasfilm, um, mm-hmm. it's their book series about 
the old old republic cool. in, the, in the high times has so like been this delayed. Is the, the, the new the new old canon. Yeah, this is the new old canon. Um, <laughs> has been, Don't worry, they'll retcon it in three years. Doesn't it's, yeah, yeah, it's fair. Um, has been delayed from August to January 2021. Are they releasing the first book on Fortnite? Just clarifying, because that's going to be there. Uh, it's going to be the first small. chapter, and it's just going to end with one laughter. It's fine. Just it'll some, be just, the it'll be the emperor. Don't worry, from the future. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Microsoft has announced their Dune games with golds, and they are Shantae and the Pirate's Curse, Coffee Talk, Destroy All Humans, and Cena Mora. Some of them what? are good. Um, those are four different games. Speaking of free yeah. games, Call of Duty World War II is one of your free PS Plus games for June. It is available to download right now, which is May 26th when we recorded this. Note to self, going to download that. As oh, soon as wow. Yeah. yeah, that was actually yeah. I was actually looking forward to that game, and it just never came down in price quite enough. So that's yeah, that's great. so freeze. I'm very good. Yeah, price. Well, the single price. player is actually really good, and yeah. the multiplayer was good when I played it, but I doubt anyone's in there anymore. Yeah, well, you never know. Oh, they might be, they'll be back again because yeah, they've free. released it to free. So, and I mean, sometimes people might want to break from uh, from yeah modern warfare and go old school with it. We yep. have one more week for the um yeah the season the season. So yeah, seven days. I know. I'm so happy. Get that get that battle pass finished. Is that, okay, is that here's the here's praise? the last kind of two last two pieces of news. All right. Bungie is continuing to drop the ball with Destiny 2. Their latest <laughs> exotic quest for the Fellwinter's Lie shotgun was A, so hard that they eventually made the quest easier, and B, bugged so people couldn't even finish it. They eventually finished they eventually fixed it, but not before announcing that all your favorite guns will be absolute obsolete three seasons after they debut the, ve- the developer announced that they will be retiring weapons after three seasons to switch things up that means their power level will not raise after three seasons so those that sweet sweet gear that you grinded for with all your favorite perks will go the way of the dodo so they're just, basically just, just applying the iphone method to the, the gear in destiny where yeah, the last about three years and then you have to get the new stuff because yeah. it'll be obsolete. Cool. That's good. That's yeah. cool start. And because of that, good. I guess. Uh, oh, 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 and also, uh, apparently Destiny 2 players are looking at the sun to see pyramids or something. I don't know. That's, don't a, know. that's a new thing. Like in um, real life or just in the game? Just, you in know, the it, game, <laughs> I guess. I stopped playing <laughs> a, about a month ago. Because, I mean, look at the sun, piss in the wind. It's all kind of tied in with Destiny right now. <laughs> this season has made me hate this game. And I don't understand it. I love this. I know. No, modern warfare has made you hate yeah. this game because you saw that there's a better way to do it. Yeah. yeah yes, much better yeah. way. Well, that's what I've been saying uh, all year long about many different things. When there's just the better thing out there, why do you bang your head against the wall for this other I thing? Right? I don't understand it. Some people always got to ice skate uphill. <sighs> yeah. All right. Yeah. <laughs> all right. The final, the final news item. Okay. Which I know that will cause some debate. Also, this is closer to 10 than 8. I'm just throwing that in. No, no, this is it. Yeah. Well, it was 9 because I had the Star Wars thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. During a recent watch-along of Man of Steel with director Zack Snyder and star Henry Cavill, fans were able to ask questions during the Q&A session. So naturally, they asked about the Snyder cut of the film. Mm-hmm. Snyder confirmed that his cut of Justice League would be released on HBO Max with online reports saying that its debut would possibly be in a four-hour director's cut or six mm-hmm. TV-style chapters. But those details have yet to be decided. HBO Max, HBO Max's head, Bob Greenblatt, mentioned that the new version would be a radical rethinking of the film and says that it will be wildly expensive and that he wishes <laughs> it was just $30 million. It is an enormous undertaking and very complex. Yeah. So My God. Um, they said that they're going to do a lot of the CG and editing, but... They're doubtful they're going to have the cast back to do reshoots, but they can do voiceover. And, um, and they actually, I think it was a day or so ago, said they weren't allowing reshoots on it yeah. anymore. 
that he was just had to they had to stick with what what, what all footage that was already filmed mm-hmm. and then finishing CG that had been that had been conceptualized, but they're not adding anything new yeah. to the, the film. Only, the only new stuff is the ADS stuff. They can do voice revoice things. But, sure. Um, uh, I mean, I love watching people's voice absolutely not match up to who they are. <laughs> and I just, yeah, you love how all of a sudden they're echoing as their backs turn to you and you're like, oh, that's fun. Well, I, apparently, I, apparently the footage that was shown was only about a quarter of what he shot. And so. all of Henry Cavill's face was CG in that film anyway, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was, those are the reshoots to make oh. the that's the weeding cut. So yeah. it's not that that stuff was made after the fact to make yeah. the two parts make but sense I, as I, one. But part. Either, either way, he still had the mustache, so they had to CGI that it out. Just, so like, oh man. it was like they can make him say whatever they want at this point in time because yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I mean is, those yeah. scenes yeah, yeah, with yeah. where he had the mustache aren't actually going to be in this. Yeah, version. yeah, no, no, no. I know because yeah. so. all the add-on crap that they threw in because he left to go do uh, Mission Impossible. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 No, this is this is something that I think uh, when we find out more will be interesting to discuss because the whole like the whole reasoning behind it really is as a promotion for HBO Max. I mean, there's this is mm-hmm. not this is not because there are some fans who've been clamoring for this mythic Snyder cut. This is not true. Okay, Let, yeah. let's get it clear. This, is, this is a bit of a cynical, you know, uh, um, <laughs> pirating of an existing product to create something which I am genuinely a little bit curious about. I'm not saying I don't care about it. This is a, but it's a very weird sort of a situation we've never been in before. So, uh, yeah. I mean, see. this, um, this kind of goes back to what I said back in December, December, January. Um, Cause that, this, this bell kind of got rung with cats mm-hmm. where the oh. studios are, studios are now able to go back and retroactively change stuff when it doesn't go over well. Ugh. But at least this one, they waited several years of of whether it was fabricated or just fan based people wanting the Snyder cut uh, mm-hmm. to see what the film was supposed to have been before the studio had to quote unquote fix it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I'm intrigued. Um, I'm not going to hold my breath because I don't, really don't care that much about it. Because mm. ultimately, if the studio said this is what the movie is and it was the steaming turd that it was, neat, cool story. Um, doesn't matter to me. You want to go back and try to make it better? Cool. Um, we'll see what happens. I don't think you can do any more damage to DC Cinematic than they've already done. To themselves. Yeah. Um, <laughs> they have one franchise that's keeping them alive right now and only barely. Which one? We'll, the Suicide Squad. Oh, fair, yeah. Is that? Um, well, the, the, between the Birds Harley stuff. and now, the, Harley, and now yeah. the Suicide Squad, That that's the only thing that's actually made them any kind of bank. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's Wonder a, Woman, they, please and thank you. Well, yeah, yeah. Wonder Woman, please and one, thank you. Wonder Woman had one movie that came out that did well. We'll see what happens with the second one. Which I am so I'm like I'm so nervous. I'm so nervous for my girl because <laughs> sincerely, <laughs> my stance on that is anything that touched the Justice League property is it's tainted, so and toxic. I don't know. I, I don't know if it can be salvaged. So the Suicide Squad stuff yeah. was completely removed from that, other than a few brief cameos. And even yeah. those, it didn't, it, those tainted the first movie. Birds of Prey couldn't have fixed it. Hopefully <laughs> James Gunn yeah. will actually fix it with the next one. He seems to be gearing up for everything with everything mm-hmm. they've released on that movie. Yeah, so, we, sh- yeah. we should probably do a, like, uh, you know, the mess that is DC episode at some point because it gets quite complicated. I mean, yeah. the problem yeah. is there's a lot of people who were in charge who were fired at different stages of this whole malicious yeah. process. <laughs> and and I mean, really, it's hard to blame specific people because they're already gone. Yeah. 
So it's, it's, yeah. it's a real, real nightmare behind the scenes. Yeah, it's, exactly. But it's also really easy to blame a lot of those people like <laughs> yeah. because yeah. they're not there. Yeah, no, the touching, like the, like I have worked places uh, where it was more important that people got to touch the thing than it was the thing to do the thing to be a cohesive product that we were working yeah. on. Yeah, so that's having, definitely the case. Yeah, having done that and then having watched DC, I'm like, oh yeah, there it is. Huh. Yeah. Okay. yeah. That's just yeah. it's just on the screen for me to watch. Um, yeah. 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 <laughs> but no, uh, the release of the Snyder Cut might be the most successful shit post of like yeah. all of of the internet. Like, I'm also, yeah, I, I'm really maybe? not, I'm not a huge fan of anything involving HBO at this point in time, because they seem to be kind of actively trying Blailing. to ruin all the things that I like. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. They've been pretty successful with it up till this point in time. They almost, <laughs> they om- HBO almost, and I'll go on, I don't even care if this is a weird tangent. Nope, HBO almost killed it. one of my favorite podcasts. Uh, Wait, which one? one uh, Call Her Daddy. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Which anyone that that that, listened that, to that whole thing, that, that whole which and and who was that? Oh yeah, the the CEO of uh, or one of the hot top execs of HBO Sports. What happened? Yeah, I don't know. It's, it's, huge, yeah, it's, no. it's it's a big long story that the short version of it is the the head exec of HBO Sports was banging one of the girls from Call Her Daddy and convinced yeah. her he could get them a better deal and basically tore that podcast apart and they almost no. and almost cost them the podcast. Yeah, that, well, yeah. One of the one that actually created it is still there because she realized that this has nothing to do with their well being and all to do with him being a dick. Mm. Yeah. The oh the man, it's it's such it's such a weird. <laughs> Because their contract was so specific, and the the company that had the rights to their name wanted them to just write out their contract. They, I don't want to go yeah. into it. Um, it but was just it was they, they it was, was so stupid. Breached their contract with Barstool Sports. Sports. And oh, and Barstool's involved. No, Barstool is. Uh, Oddly enough, Barstool Sports is not the bad person. Yeah, they here. were actually in the they were in the right. And Dave Portnoy came out and filed said, "Here's my understanding of everything that happened." And everyone, all the all the paperwork's out online. You all, because it was leaked by not us. You can all look at it. I know I'm a dick, but at least I was in the right on this one. And yeah. I'll admit I'm being a dick. I wasn't. I was trying to keep them from breaching the contract they had. Oh my god! He even so, gave anyways, them back. Like if they wrote out their contract, just a year out of their he gave three them years. The IP. He, he would have given them the IP. Yeah. I don't understand. Anyway, that's it. <laughs> Any story where Dave Portnoy is somehow a good guy is a confusing story so that we confusing. do not have time for. And well, this so- is why I hate <laughs> HBO right now because Fair they have enough. nothing but bad people involved with them. So bad. more confusing things um, when <laughs> when the Snyder Cut news leaked or not leaked was released about a week ago. Mm. Two other hashtags <laughs> spiked up in the on Twitter. One mm. was release the butthole edition. Yeah. Oh, yes, 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 yes. I do and want second, that. And the second one was no. release, <laughs> release the Ayer edition, which is about a Suicide Squad. The Suicide Squad original cut. The cut, yeah. cut, yeah. So that was before they wanted to this is why integrate you it give, more into... No, no. You cannot give the Twitter horde a damn thing. Yeah. Do not give in. Because Twitter's when you give bad. in once... You give in once, you give them all the power, and then you've given the four-year-old ice cream before dinner, and they're never going to bet again. And that is what's happened here. Yeah, that <laughs> applies to is... every single Twitter post ever. That's yeah, perfect. This is the thing. Perfect. I would love to see the air cut, because I, 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 and I know I'm in the minority, I liked that movie. Fair. But uh-huh. I would want to see, I would want to see the <laughs> version of the That's It would be, I, well, all the, all the bad guys are supposed to be parademons like, uh, and stuff, right? 
Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I would love to see that. Like, have it more. In, like, it was supposed to be more integrated was, in Justice. There League was more stuff. stuff there. There was a whole ton of Joker footage that they cut. They cut yeah. because they just didn't like it, and they wanted to keep the movie not rated R. Yeah, they wanted it to be lighter, lighter. Yeah, they <laughs> wanted to. They wanted to basically I'm, be like a slightly, a slightly grayer version of Justice League. I'm like, that's not what this movie is ever supposed to be. <laughs> you missed the mark, you dum dums. I but mean, anyways, yeah. The, but the other thing, the. No, 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 no. That movie needs to be put into a bunker somewhere and that bunker needs to be set on fire. They need to E.T. this shit. E.T. the video game. Yes. Throw it into a landfill in New Mexico and smash everything that you can see and cover it with cement and just leave it there. You take the master hard drives out to Florida and you bury it beside Carol Baskin's husband. I don't care where that is. Make this appear. I don't think we can. Uh... <laughs> wow! Did nothing wrong. This is. Oh. Anyway, gonna, I, actually, I'm gonna just shut up now. Anyway, you. <laughs> anyway, you crazy cats and kittens. Let's go back into the next. Been thing. getting to me, guys. I'm sorry. I can't help it. It's been a weird week so far. We're in. Uh, we're in the third quarter of oh. the quarantine. There's a of the really first in- quarantine. Of the first quarantine. Yeah. There's a yeah. really interesting um, article that I read that was. Uh, speaking with a professor in Australia that studies long-term space missions in like long-term isolation and basically <laughs> describing the sort of social and the social interactions and like the, the psychological impact of isolation on people. And basically the, the premise of the article was the third quarters when things get weird. Yep. <laughs> like, it's, yeah, it's like, like release the butthole cut. Yeah. That sounds yeah, about right. Yeah. Like Tracks. the first quarter it's, like the first quarter, like approximately is like you getting adjusted to it. It's something new. There's like stuff happening, mm-hmm. but it's like, it's a total change from your everyday life. Second quarter, you're sort of getting into a routine. You're trying new things. Like you're second, perhaps, the second quarter is the sourdough quarter. The sourdough. The sour, exactly what it is. Sourdough <laughs> quarter. Yeah. Trying new hobbies. The third quarter is when you're done with everyone. Like mm-hmm. that's when like the most interpersonal fights prop up. That is when people make dumb decisions, not because they are dumb people. <laughs> Like, obviously, if you are an astronaut, you are, by definition, a smart person. Mm-hmm. Um, but people make dumb decisions. They make they take unnecessary risks. They will do things and act in ways that are contrary to who they are as people most of the time. Mm-hmm. And, th- and there's no real reason for it except that they have been locked in isolation for too long and they're mm-hmm. done with it. Well, that's fair. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of dumb so people, should be interesting. <laughs> and, on that, people. and on that note, no, no, this is no, this is different. Um, Netflix <laughs> is releasing Space Force on Friday. No. So yes. we'll see how that goes. No. Uh, no, you know what? I'm I'm looking forward to that series. I think it's no. if it makes fun of the administration, I'm fine with it. Have you have you seen no. that fucking flag? Like yeah. Holy yeah, shit. The the, like, the Federation flag? Yeah, the Federation. Like, what the hell, guys? Like, you know, like... Uh, minimal okay, okay. effort. That's all I, I ask. Min- minimal. I, that, if there is one thing that's been pissing me off for two, three years, it's minimal effort bullshit. Yep. Like, yep. No, no, no. I just mean, okay, fine. Yeah, three years three specifically years. with this, but I just mean like in general, like oh, movies, like, video games, flags. Yeah. Holy fuck. <laughs> All right. So anyway, I don't know where that came from? Shit posting third quarter, for the third world. Third quarter. Third quarter. Third quarter. Insanity quarter. So, if the listeners here could remember way back when I did that intro, 
we have gathered here for a specific reason, and it is to talk about 2018's tournament, directed by Patricia <laughs> DeSalvo Vieira and written by the aforementioned Vieira and Sam Satch. The film centers around a group of unlikely friends who get together for an epic trading card tournament, only to have a beautiful outsider turn everything on its head. Starring in the film is Ricardo Chavera, Duamua, David Naminga, Marwin Salama, Marissa Davila, sorry for all these names that I'm butchering, James Hal Hardy, James Adam Tucker, Grace Folsom, Eliza Chris, Ariel Hader, Christian Pierce, and Thomas DeSalvo. The film received the Best Feature Film and Audience Choice Award at the Origins Game Fair Film Fest, as well as the Best Gamer Film at Gen Con. I assume in 2018. I didn't read what year that was. Anyway, to start this off, I thought we'd talk about our history with the world of card games, comic book stores, these types of tournaments, that type of thing, how familiar we are, and, you know, all that stuff. Uh, let's start with whoever wants to go. Hawk, oh, Steve, Matt, I'll, Lauren, I'll anyone? Go. Um, I made a joke earlier. I can't remember if it was on mic or not, but uh, about the how collectible card games is one of those things that everyone ends up hating at some point in time but they'll invest immense amounts of time and money into i think i said it off off mic but i'll I say think it was it off mic i'll say it again it's one of those things that people love people p i i when i was in my youth was a big fan of magic the gathering i spent a lot of time on that game and a not unconsiderable amount of money on that not as much as some people uh but i, I spent money on it because i i enjoyed it i had no aspirations of being good at it because i really wasn't very good at it um, I was I was basically the, the CCG equivalent of a shit poster. Where I would just create decks to annoy people. Oh, fantastic! Um, I would have loved you. Um, well, especially like because there are certain people that I played with frequently, and I got to know their decks, and they would spend lots of money to make sure their decks were great. So I would spend a little bit of money to make yeah. decks that would really just to annoy curb them. them. Yeah, not, Spears? not to beat them, <laughs> Mark. Mark. <laughs> Mark. I actually there was one there was a point in time where I actually built a deck that was designed solely to shut down his decks. And he got so, so wrong. With That's amazing. So I started playing artifacts because it's the only thing they couldn't destroy. And it pissed him off so much. It was great. Uh this is a one thousand percent who I know you to be. <laughs> like if ever, yeah. If ever I was like, I wonder how could I describe Matt Moore? No, I actually have a way now. <laughs> yeah, you have a way. That's a good analogy. I've mellowed in my old age, but yeah, no, I was a, <laughs> well compared. No, no, let's bring up chats again. <laughs> no, let's bring up HBO instead. It's more fun. Anyways, no, no. Um, so yeah, I, I I used to go to our local comic shop every Saturday and play in tournaments. I I, I didn't go all in on it because I didn't have the time or the money, but I, I definitely did enjoy playing for the time that I did. I still have decks in my house somewhere. Like I will dust off at some point and play people. That I actually have that deck in my house somewhere because it's the only one that I made sure to keep. Actually, I'd like to see that. That uh, sounds hilarious. Yeah. Although I think it's useless now because they... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So but nevertheless, nevertheless. Yeah. There's a story in the cards, so... Oh, totally. So, yeah. So, that's my that's my experience with, with this. I, I, I definitely can identify with the, the topic of this film. Was it the, um, the comic book store in Westdale? That yes, one? it was. Was it called yeah. Comic... Com uh, it was called Comic Connection. It is no longer there. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah, it closed. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it's a year or so ago, yeah, he retired, and oh. his his daughter didn't want to keep it going. That's fair. Mm. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, was it uh, fair? 
<laughs> no. It kind of was. Have you I, been in there recently? It, like, yeah. it, there there have been no improvements to the store, nothing. It was just basically, no. it kind of turned from the, a comic book store into a guy's basically warehouse for it was, his, it was, his back issues. And it was the weirdest thing because the amount of money he had hanging on that wall in just in sealed comics. And there, mm-hmm. yeah. it, just, it was, it was every stereotype of, yeah. of the comic book nerd store. Yes. Yeah. Place, right down yeah. to that indescribable aroma. Yeah. Oh my God. Yes. Yes. But it's a universal thing. It's one of those, anyone that has gone yeah. to a comic book shop. Well, I yeah, would definitely call now. that store stinkies and not every other store. Yeah. So that. There, it depends on where you go. I, I think it, it's, it was a small that, store though, right? It was a small store. It was well, pretty there, decrepit. There's been, there's been a shift since then in the, in the years since I went there. Cause I remember like I went there, I used to go to, um, Big B? Oh, Big B, which was yeah. not as bad, but there was definitely, depending on the day you were there, there were similarities. On sure. Wednesdays, Big B had that smell. Yeah. Yeah. Um, um, but it wasn't a, a yeah. pervasive, but it was definitely there. And that's, <laughs> it wasn't cover your nose bad, but it was, oh, that's unfortunate. Bad. It was a little crinkle, a little crinkle <laughs> yeah. in the nose. It was the, it's like there's certain things that if you know, you know, like new car smell, comic book smell. Oh, like comic book shop smell, but no, but not old comic book smell because that's a good smell. That's, that's no, different. Yeah. Not yeah. comic that's, book smell. Comic book that's silver snail smell. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. They the that that store in Westdale. Like I used to reserve books there, and they never mm-hmm. ever got them for me. And they'd be like, yeah, "Really?" Coming. And I'm wow. like, Weird. "Give me my hardcover Runaways. Just give it to me. <laughs> I'm waiting for it for a year." Yeah, because anyway. I had a box there for over a year. Like, uh, I got for over a, box a year, and they for, were real good about making sure my for stuff box stuff. Right. Yes, my weeklies, but oh, not like the, oh, like not the, like the, the special yeah, order stuff. the special orders. Yeah. I just be like, nope. I guess I'm never getting this. Yeah. And then I and then I go across the street to conspiracy, and we'll be like, yeah, we'll get it for you. <laughs> like, good okay, grief. why am I here? <laughs> I don't nah. know. Anyway, sorry, comic book other people go. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Talk. Lauren. Uh, uh for me, yeah. I don't know. You go ahead, Lauren. I don't really have a lot of like kind of vested interest in like a, the the card game genre and that. Um you know mostly uh, I think Good for one you. Inter- <laughs> the one interaction I, I remember is just from a couple of years ago and I kind of going into a comic store and like watching a tournament go on and that and uh, mm-hmm. there was a scene in this movie that kind of paralleled it and that I realized it is a form of uh, babysitting and that mm-hmm. a, a service of babysitting and that for pubescent boys and that. Fair <laughs> enough. Fair yes. enough. I was in um, this babysitter in the city. <laughs> yeah, I was in um, Harry Tarantula, which is uh had many locations and was a pretty scary store early on, but I will give him credit. The the one in North York now is quite nice, actually. Uh, and I, I definitely have to give him credit because uh, uh, the early stores were, were a bit, um, were a bit like a dusty attic in a lot of ways. And the new one is, is very, very nice. Um, and the pricing is quite reasonable. Um, and uh, yeah, no, I, I uh, was in there recently and uh, well, I say recently, months ago before Christmas, point, yeah. but, uh, but yeah, some kids came in and they had it all set up where like, uh, you know, I, I, I presume Hasbro actually was funding this. There was like a D and D camp and it was yeah. so cute. It was so cute, you know, and like the parents were dropping off their kids and I was like, you know what, that, that, that's, that's cool. You know, like, yeah. but it totally, I would, I think that's a better babysitting service than say a magic camp, but they definitely had magic tables too. So I mean, <laughs> it all yeah. works. D and T camp is, uh, it's actually, it's, it's a grown genre. Mm-hmm. So, um, before everything was canceled and uh, the whole world is doing nothing. Um, I know mm-hmm. people who send their kids to D and D summer camp. 
for like a week. Um, like, you know, if you like, so the city runs stuff and yeah. I know like places like Harborfront Center in Toronto mm-hmm. has a D&D camp. Um, and I know like also like comic book stores um, yeah. or yeah, we'll do it. So it's, it's surprise. Like D and D has, I don't know. Like, I don't, I don't know how it's happened necessarily because they haven't necessarily marketed fifth edition towards the Ford's uh, kids. Like fourth edition kind of was. Um, no, no, actually fifth edition now has a lot of books that are not directly linked to the game, but are actually like, uh, what do you call it? Like uh, on ramps, you know, yeah. because they've got a yeah. lot of like little cute books now, which, oh man, had they been out in the 2000s, I would have just bought them just for fun because mm-hmm. they're like little books that explain the monsters and things, but not yeah. in the not yeah. in the technical terms, yeah, just yeah. in the lore terms. And yeah. they're, they're beautifully illustrated and they're so cute. I mean, okay. That and, um, it. But also like, again, I'd argue because I've played some, some fifth edition It is possibly the most accessible version of the game that's been out since creation. Yeah, definitely. I have some friends who are running games with their children, so yeah, yeah. Definitely. Yeah, I'm actually creating one for my kid right now, uh, based on Five E. It's it's really neat. Um, it's very accessible and very easy to to. Yeah, uh, I guess you manipulate. don't need a, a master's degree in, in uh, algebra to figure out uh, saving throws. Yeah, yeah. So those, those books <laughs> that I had to play. <laughs> so those books that uh, Steve was talking about, we actually talked about them on a previous episode of Geese with Kids, where we t- uh, did a deep dive into D and D. Uh, yeah. So if you're more, if you're interested, listeners, check us out. It was just a couple episodes ago. Yeah, we had a guest too. Well, that was the what? one afterwards, right? Oh, okay. Well, then you got to listen to both. Yeah, the, <laughs> the, the, the guest was good as well. Um, um, yeah. So, but it is, yeah, it is uh, super accessible for for kids. Um, so that's del- that makes me happy. Um, I uh, played this because my friend bothered me until I did. um as a kid i had no affiliation for card games beyond like hearts (laughs) like with a 52 deck (laughs) (laughs) but my brother my brother got into star wars cards sure Um, the the old old ones yeah yeah, Um, i think my mother might even still have us like a sleeve of them hanging around somewhere yeah Um, those up they're probably worth some serious money i have those too Oh no, I have the I have the I have the old, ones old from ones. I know no no I know this yeah. is like after yeah. I know. Yeah. yeah. I've got the old old ones too. It's not handy. Yeah, the mine are in my sleeve somewhere back there. Yeah. I don't know. So sad um, I could actually pull that. <laughs> <laughs> Look yeah. at this Nimodian. Without right. um, even getting yes. up from your chair. Yeah. It was uh I did not understand the why he was buying these cards because you couldn't play go fish with them and he would not explain <laughs> <laughs> like he was not significantly older than me he just wouldn't explain the game to me mm. he wanted something for himself and i was like actually fair enough <laughs> like, that's fair as an adult that's yeah. fine clever um, yeah but to be like to be clear he still made me watch all the star wars movies and star trek like i i like he can so you're a better television. person now so yeah. I, having watched them i was always going to be that's uh, true. That's nice. <laughs> nice. That's a solid burn um, <laughs> destiny. um but uh my friend tristan uh who is married to mallory mallory and i have been on a couple of episodes of geeks with kids yeah uh, tristan is uh deep in the magic magic pool magic is he still magic oh, hole it's not a he, pool it's a hole it's a hole, yeah. So he he's dug himself out of it before, and I think that he is uh, maintaining uh, a, a reasonable level, yeah. like a reasonable amount. Um, when but, when you have when you have a job where you actually make money regularly, it's real hard to get dug out of that yeah. hole because you, you're making it's money. So like, oh, I'll just 
I'll just buy this card. It'll never, be fine. Yeah, never yeah. go full MTG. Yeah. <laughs> it's like getting a comic book box at a comic book store. It's yes. worse. It's worse. Yeah, you can control it. You just go, yeah, one more pack. One more pack. Right? <laughs> Maybe I'll just add this movie. to my subscription. Uh, yeah. Don't do that. Uh, yeah. Two more boosters. You know he has a problem, right? <laughs> yeah, that was, yeah, that's something on the movie that was correct. Anyway, sorry. Absolutely. <laughs> um yeah, so uh, he and I um, are friends. We are friends separate from my friendship with Mallory. Um, but we always kind of, uh, it was the two of us when I moved back to Toronto. Um, our our other friends are, were in Hamilton. And so um, more often than not, if we wanted to hang out, it'd be just the two of us. And so he wanted to like find ways. And this was entirely Tristan being like someone who was trying to find ways for us to hang out socially. Um, and so he was like, we're going to play some magic. And I'm like, I don't care about this. He's like, I'm going to teach you how to play magic. Yeah. <laughs> and over the course of like two or three years, maybe like twice or three times a year, he would dutifully reteach me how to play magic. <laughs> <laughs> and we would play and I would play very poorly. And uh, I made my own names for all of the decks that he had. <laughs> Artificer Gaga is the artifacts deck. I like that. <laughs> yeah. Like uh, yeah. Um, uh, yeah, there's a, a sad rats, uh, the rat man. Yeah. <laughs> nice, nice. That, um, there's a, a Power Rangers rat. He calls it the Power Rangers deck, which is a companions one with mm. humans. <laughs> um, nice. Yeah. Anyways, mm-hmm. uh, I make my own rules. And by that, I mean, I follow the rules of Magic the Gathering. And then uh, I, I know just enough of the game that I like to argue dumb points. <laughs> when we're playing that's about half the game (laughs) yeah Yeah. um yeah yeah but uh, did you talk about your relationship with this well i think it would get very long and complicated i'll just say that (laughs) tldr um, (laughs) yeah i worked at a hobby store for a while and uh card games are still a part of my life even though i will constantly besmirch magic at every turn i have a vast collection of magic but i i love the card game format so it started with them and uh, all the other offshoots that came out, you know, trying to get a piece of the pie. I like role-playing games. I love board games. I've got mm-hmm. probably over over 200 board games. Oh, did you ever, um, did you ever uh, go to any of these tournaments, the card tournaments? Yeah, um, not, not like I've, I've probably participated in something similar to what was depicted in the movie, which would have been like a local, you know, very mm-hmm. small type thing. I did one in Burlington my God, like at the very, very beginning, I still remember there was like this, like I was a teenager at the time and there was like this kid, this 10 year old kid wearing a sombrero. I don't know why I remember this very specific. <laughs> and, he and he was so impatient. Like he was just sitting there just like tapping cards, you know, and I, I was actually new to the game. So yeah, I was really annoying and he beat me. So they had that um, in the movie. That's really funny. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's a thing. Like, I, I don't know why. I don't know why he was wearing a sombrero, but I've been to like gaming conventions. So, a lot of the references and a lot of, the, I think, the source for this movie is familiar to me. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So I, I'm very much still immersed in uh, card games. Actually, I'm playing uh, Lee, uh, Legends of Ruterra now, so it never ends. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, so that's that's my yeah. that's my short. Yeah, short. so for me, um, card games, magic, not really... Uh, I never really got into it. I was one of those people, the music nerd, not music nerds. I was one of those music people in high school. So I'd see the magic yeah. people and be like, ha nerds as I'm Good sitting in the, as I'm sitting in the music room by myself, practicing a guitar or something. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I, but I, I, here's the, here's the thing. Playing the guitar, playing the guitar, playing the guitar, <laughs> 
we'll get we'll get people to make out with you. Having a Mox diamond doesn't mean shit when you're in high school. That's true. That's true. That's Unless why you're smart enough to hang on to it and you can pay for a wedding with it. <laughs> yeah, <that's true. laughs> um, so I got I I have dabbled in magic. Um, I'm I, I don't really like it. I was more of a Hearthstone player, which makes more sense in my brain. Yeah. Um, well, no, it, it's it was the natural. Everything after magic is better, and one day we will have a uh, a throwdown uh, episode where I uh, debate a couple old trends. Yeah, we'll sure. we'll get a couple people. I I definitely know some Hearthstone yeah. players that used to play Magic, and are just like, nope, not going I, back. I played Hearthstone as well too. I enjoyed it way more because I found it was actually fun. It makes sense. That. It makes sense in my brain. It made sense. It was just it was just it was fun to play. Like yeah. Magic was one of those I played it, and it but it wasn't fun because it got too serious. Mm-hmm. Hearthstone was fun. Yeah. Well, the um, entry point also because yeah. I. Yeah, the entry point for Hearthstone is Roy Jenkins in my deck, so that's why. <laughs> they also yeah. have um, they had a physical version in China. I don't think it was official, but they had a physical <laughs> version of uh, Hearthstone. In no so, way that was official, <laughs> so you could actually buy it. Um, comic book stores. I obviously like Matt. We had uh, we had boxes in that comic book store in Westdale. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I worked at Fan Expo, which is the largest convention in Canada for mm-hmm. many many years. So I got to see the behind the scenes and then deal yeah. with. With the bigger tournaments, I never went to the smaller ones because I would avoid the smell of those stores during tournament days. Yes. Um, but but I couldn't do that at Fan Expo, but it was a little bit more airy. But the smell is always there at Fan Expo. It it's just stronger <laughs> in certain areas. <laughs> um, but yeah, you, so you kind of you always can know what's going on at any point in time in that convention center based off breathing in. Yeah, and then when they added the sports, it was a different type of smell in a different Ugh. area. Oh, <laughs> that was just oh in anger. <laughs> so let's jump into the film. Um, <laughs> we're not gonna we're not gonna go one by one. I think this is more of a general roundtable, saying yeah. what we like, what we didn't, because I think it's better to do a discussion for this because this is a film that we all have different experiences around, especially based on our background. Although we're still sort of pretty much the same um for me i'm gonna tell talk about my experiences with this film because the first time i watched it um i had to stop it about a third of the way through just because Mm -hmm. uh, we've talked about this earlier uh, in previous episodes stereotypes really bother me Mm -hmm. so if i see a stereotype that i don't like especially like a star wars stereotype that we have mentioned many many times and that's the 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 super asian one it it throws me off being an asian person it really 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 bothers me um, yeah, yeah. We also, don't complain about it out loud a lot, but it does really bother us. Yes. Yeah. If that's the case, it took you a full third of the movie before that started to bother you. Because well, I got a ten he minutes. He walked in, in the door. Yeah. And like, no. Okay, cool. Holy but, shit! But but to be fair, I wanted to see where it went. Um, and by <laughs> the end of the film, I thought, you know, there were some cute parts with him, but you know. I think I think I had to look at it in a different way. I had to look at it because it's each person in there was such a stereotype of the people that I'd grown to know and sometimes yeah. love, um, but it was like such a a drastic stereotype. Like there are levels of those people that I know in my life, but they're like the extreme. Like there's that impetuous teenager. There's the dad that's trying too hard. There's mm-hmm. the the team Asia guy and. Um, you know, it's just the 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 little annoying teenager, the little blonde kid, was to a T some of the most people I hated the most in comic yeah. book stores, mm-hmm. and it just there there are times I was just like I can't deal with this because I know them in real life, yeah. <laughs> and it, it 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 threw me, and yeah, I don't know yeah. if that's a good thing for the film or a bad thing, but yeah. it definitely it's, felt um, like a real thing for me. 
The one thing that bothered me about this film the most, just to riff off what you were saying, Eric, the one thing that bothered me is that I'm, I have no problem if you're going to introduce all these people and you're going to introduce them as basically broad-based stereotypes. But the problem is, is that this film had spent a lot of time establishing that, oh, these people have been playing for weeks, months, years together. Mm. But I never once got the impression that they actually knew each other. Or liked each other. There well, were some too. moments. Um, there were some, a they, little they bit. Stood, but they stood out. Because it was one of those, like, you'd think, like, these, this was a group of people that are supposed to have, not necessarily be the best of friends, but they are... They're regulars. Enough that they see each other at least once a week and they Perhaps talk. Some I think they said once a month, didn't they? Yeah. No, no, no. The competition for the mat was once a month, but they would yeah. play regularly except for that one guy. Except for Wyatt, who only oh. came in once a month yeah. to win the mat. Yes, I called him white guy number one in my notes because I uh, kept confusing him with white guy number two, the one with the, the um, Scott the staff hair. The, the, the love interest <laughs> one, Paul? That guy? No. No, no, no the, the scam oh, the cheating, one. the cheating guy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, Stu. Yeah. Stu, yeah. And, no, and guy, we all know Stu's, two. and they all steal, and they all cheat. Right, Stu? <laughs> Stu, are you listening to this? Yeah. Stu. <laughs> Nice. Yeah, no. <laughs> um, I had, a, I, but yeah, I had a, I had a bunch of problems with it. Just, but it's, I never got the like, because there'd be weird moments where they would be conversing like a group of friends. I'm like, this is cool. It took me a couple minutes to kind of get caught up because when you're watching a slice of life film like this, where it's like, where they're not going to sit there and be like, dropping weird moments of like, hey, remember when you did this? But then they would, you know, if that makes mm-hmm. sense at all. Yeah. They would have yeah. like a normal group of friends would. But then, you know, like the one, the first time that got me was Margo's like, well, you know, I am an English teacher. And then I think yeah. she's like, and she's like, well, I am a lesbian. I'm like, none of these things mean fucking anything to the movie. I don't care that you just mm-hmm. told me that. And no one talks like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That was only included because in terms of like trying to structure all the characters, like that mm-hmm. was something that was probably referencing like a real type of person who plays, but it didn't sure. actually work within the, context yeah. of that character's story. And honestly, it was yeah. wholly unnecessary because I didn't, like, because they never really, to me, spent any amount of time on any of the characters for me to get what, what their deal was, aside yep. from Steve, the dad. Sure. Like, they hmm. spent a lot of time on him, which was obviously given that he was, at that time, one of the only, like, the named actor that they were really promoting mm-hmm. for the film. Um, and um, Paul... Kind of, but not really, which is sure, a whole sure. other thing that I'm going to get into later on about that character because that just annoyed me to no end. But yeah, I just everything felt very one dimensional. Yeah. But then they would have these moments of, okay, there's actually, it felt like there was like three writers in this film. There was only like, really one. But they didn't I had a question what story they that. wanted to take. Like, I felt like there was like eight stories, but yeah. none of them were actually pursued enough for me to care about any of them. Yeah. Hmm. I, I looked. It's not a bad thing per se, but for me personally, and this will just be my blanket statement on this, I would have loved to see this film be a pilot for a like a web series that followed yes. these characters. That would have been cool because they would have been, yeah, that wouldn't have been bad. These characters be like, I kind of want to see where this could go, and yeah. then the movie ends, and I'm like, and there's like it was a definitive ending. I'm like, I don't care about this ending because I haven't spent any. They haven't given me enough to care about any of these characters. But if this was either the end of or the beginning of a, a little web series, it would have been brilliant. I would have been like, I yeah, want to see more yeah. of this. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I, agree. I, I think, um, at least for me, I partially agree because there were some characters I didn't really care about, like um, 
like long i didn't really care about i didn't care about ramen but some of them i really i like the the father daughter dynamic i don't know if that's that was, just because of where i am yeah. in my life well, um, I, I liked where it I, ended I, I didn't like the weird the way it started it, though yeah but i i know people that have that 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 dynamic mm-hmm. especially in especially working at fan expo and you see parents mm-hmm. dragging yeah. their sure. kids along or vice versa sure um, i thought i thought really like at the beginning marco and um what was the cheaters going to do? They had a really good dynamic at first, and then it sort of just when that stopped. thing when yeah, yeah. It sort of stopped. But I, it was that's like, what drove me nuts. Like I, I thought they were going to be the focus of the movie, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then all of a sudden they weren't. <laughs> but yeah, and I, I, I think I think I think yeah, I think there was who was the focus? Was it? The I think it girl? was supposed to be Paul and Paul. Uh, yeah. Paul and um. What What's it? her name? Aaron. Uh, Aaron. Aaron. Given, uh, I, given the fact that he's married to the director and one of the producers, yeah, I think he was the focus of the but, movie. Uh, oh, but I think I, I, I think part of the issue they is have done a better job on that one. Then I looked into it a little bit, and and the yeah. writer director um, is not actually a gamer. Um, so she pulled all of these stories from her friends, and so uh, and in fact, there were things that even she, when she was writing, didn't really like, and 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 so like for instance, that fart scene was uh replaced the scene that she didn't think was working and then like uh, oh God, someone came in you know from a store talking about how there was like a, a this thing that actually happened this part thing actually happened in the store and she was like that's perfect and she replaced the scene with that so that's that's really what it is right like the whole movie is just a series of vignettes yeah uh, heard you know third person right and it, and it has that there is a little bit of an arm's length quality mm. well, not quality it's actually a deficit yeah. in my opinion uh, and that's the reason why it does feel a little piecemeal you know yeah. like because they're not really first-hand observations and um yeah all the characters are they are they are stereotypes i mean that's the best they could be but that being said like i definitely i recognized every one of those stereotypes so they like they nailed the characters really well mm. i wish they had made some of them not stereotypes they yeah. needed to be more of that gray, right? They yeah, were, yeah, they were exactly. to the extreme. Um, yeah. I don't. It's it's like it was too extreme for me at times. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was just like yeah, like there's the 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 jackass, like Wyatt, like he Wyatt. was so much of a of a jackass that you there was I, even when he but, was sad, yeah, he was I didn't ridiculous. really feel I didn't feel sad for him, right? But here's the oh. thing, and this is this is weird, is because. I, when I used to play tournaments there, there was a guy there that was exactly like that. Yeah. yeah. Right down to his reaction when he lost. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's true. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, so I think I mean, the, like, that's when I was like, it was, I was like, that's so, that's so bizarre and extreme. And I was like, no, I remember an instance where that happened. But it's one of the, I think it's a situation where, um, stranger than fiction, right? Which is that there are things that play out in real life. And when you see it happen, you're like, that is bananas. Yeah. Like you can't like I can't believe I'm watching this, but mm. you know that if you watched it on a like on a screen, you're like, that's not like it would be unrealistic to see yeah, it. It's so, true. And yeah. and and the fact that he very much does go like from zero to twelve hundred in no time mm-hmm. flat, it <laughs> is the payoff is really weird. It's also like there's yeah. no he doesn't do anything with it. It's yeah. just yeah. he gets he just got louder. I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I think people like that. Do just yeah. get that way. Then that's the thing, like he he lost and he's like he's like I I never play here again. See you next month. Yeah, which again that happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I mean that's all very realistic. But I think that's that's again the whole problem is these are all 
observations made by somebody and it's fine that that guy is a stereotype and is a real real kind of person you will meet Mm. but it doesn't make for um a good story within a greater collection of stories that's the problem like you don't really feel anything for this guy and you're just going like wow like what an ass right and it doesn't really Mm. add anything ultimately right because he doesn't get much of a comeuppance and he takes yeah. up so much air, right? Like it's very so imbalanced. much well, energy for nothing, and that's essentially uh, my overarching feeling uh-huh. about it. Is um, that uh, it's fine? The movie is fine. Like I could watch it in the background of something, and it would yeah. not really detract or or add to anything. Which I realize is, is sounds rude, but it's also it is a movie where absolutely nothing happens, mm-hmm. and not in but not in a fun way where like people explore themselves it's a, where yeah. nothing happens like all of the drama is immediately resolved it's basically the first draft of a play that you wrote mm-hmm. and that's actually what so you were talking about it being a web series and that's i saw this at this is a bottle episode of a play this is this is a play yeah. <laughs> there's one location mm-hmm. this is this is um and but yeah it feels like this is the first draft it felt like a first yeah. draft and first drafts are where a lot of stereotypes like people mm-hmm. will often you you build a cookie cutter and then you build your story and then you go back and you start revising you start building yeah. up there arcs like it's, and things series, yeah well and exactly just going back to what you're saying like the thing like you know the whole all the drama with why like it said there was a lot of sound and fury signifying nothing but and ultimately everyone's like oh he's kind of a dick but whatever it's not a big deal and then you have the counterpoint of that is that what the stuff that happened with Stu, where he basically then became worse than Hitler. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I'm like, he, he hasn't done anything. Like, yeah, it's kind of a dick move. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day, it's like, okay, cool. But like, they're he now didn't just light like, you on fire. Like, she, yeah. yeah. Well, <sighs> see, the problem with that is I know what the, what they were trying to do, right? They were trying to create this idea that this weekly or whatever, you know, meeting is where these people who are not necessarily friends, but they're all, they're Mm -hmm. all lovers of the game. Right. Cause like the character actually says this, right? Like there's a sanctity, right. Yeah. That he broke the sanctity. So I understand what they were trying to do with it, but that that's the problem is like, because again, everything is an arm's length to be in yet. We don't. And, and then there was no overarching. That was the thing. There's no overarching plot about that. Like, mini yeah. community right so and that's just it like and it's like the impression i got was that when he left i'm like so he's just no longer friends with any of these people we're never going to hear from him again i'm like yeah that seems again that seemed really weird for a group that especially like with him and margo where there's like the impression was like they were there at the beginning of the day yeah, yeah. anyone else they've been friends for a long time they talked about each other's personal lives mm. And for her to just be like, no, that I can't believe you would ever do that. I'm like, dude, like that seems like a really weird, petty way to end a friendship. He didn't kill your cat. Yeah. Like the, he swapped decks because he's a dick. Cool. Like he just wanted to, but there, like, because even even in that, like, there is a humanity to be found in someone who just wants to win. Like yeah. there is so much humanity that you can find in like the like the simple like his simple narrative being i want to win and mm-hmm. see how that plays out and that can be played out so interestingly and i think in some ways it did it did that but in mm-hmm. other ways like her reaction is so like the betrayal yeah is at a 15 yeah. like like and i it does not there's no like i i realize i there's no crying in baseball but like 
there is no <laughs> crying about one dude swapping decks. Yeah. You're not playing for cash. It's not like it's a like you've bet the farm on this one game and yeah. like you now have to go home and tell your aunt Sue that she doesn't live there anymore. Like, no, like you're literally playing a card game for a mat and like you caught your friend cheating. Like mm-hmm. dunk him and move on. Yeah. Okay, good. Yeah. I was worried. I I had thought that the that her reaction was way over the top. I didn't know if this was a thing or not it in the was. hard oh game God. circles. Uh, it is no, the thing. Yeah, is, I I've yeah, seen people sure. do it, but but not, I don't know. I I feel like I've gotten the context before. Anyway, sorry, Huck. Yeah. No. Uh, uh, yeah. And as far as like Stu. The character was kind of established to be like a professional cheater. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, through like life, he made so doing amusement parks because he and, would, like you know, breach yeah. rules and Starbucks for like you know a, yeah. a, 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 a very very tiny scar from a burn and from coffee and that. So mm-hmm. I think it was if they had known each other for yeah. that long and had that good a relationship, she would have known he was. You would have seen he's he's a little sleazy, right? Just from yeah. those right. two yeah. nacho burn stuff. Yeah. Um, yeah, but he doesn't look like it. I think this is also no. there's a, like, and I know that I joked about it, but I literally white guy one, white guy two, and then dude with a perm. Like, but that's literally they were so indistinguishable. Like they were stereotypes, but they were so interchangeable for me in terms of yeah. everything else. Well, that's like, they, that's the other thing. I got the like honestly, this, my own little notes on this is you could combine Stu and Wyatt into one mm, character, mm, and then there's yeah. actually an arc there that I'm interested in. Yeah, that, that, that that's what it is. Like it's it's that they they don't have enough depth. Like they're just surface level characters, and that's the yeah. reason why we're struggling. Like. Like why we're so fixated on this like one conflict because yeah, yeah there were some be- breadcrumbs establishing that he's you know not a, a straight up guy but uh, it's it's missing all the substance of like you said the relationship and like mm-hmm. the sanctity you know of the of you know because they cover it in one sentence but it's not been built up at all yeah, and exactly. uh, and yeah like Paul and uh, sorry what was the new girl's name Aaron. Aaron Aaron see they come away with actually having. I guess the most of an arc, but even Paul yeah. arguably barely, barely, right? Barely. Like he yeah. almost like she has to drag him into her arc, right? Oh, For God, him yeah. to have like some kind of a you know evolution. Like he doesn't yeah. even quite make it. I mean, she's the one who actually has to goad him into she, it. She drags him into a character, into character yeah, development. Into a character development. Otherwise, he would never nothing would have happened, which is yeah. in a way extremely yeah. realistic. I mean, I will say yeah. I, I could totally see that character because yeah. otherwise it might have been a little bit too cheesy, you know? Yeah. Um, and she was a very realistic character. Whereas everybody else, I felt, yeah, yeah 100%. Like, like Lung, like, like, you know, that's the thing. Lung, he, yeah. he really didn't have anything going on. Like, he was just there, you know, to be like a stereotype, unfortunately. Yeah. Not just a stereotype, to be a punchline. Like, his entire purpose is to be a punchline where, and that is where stereotyping is already real squidgy for me. Mm-hmm. Um especially when you talk about racial stereotypes and that being that is his only thing and that yeah. is sorry i uh, like there's like three or four pages of this where it's just like uh we can stop <laughs> with the shitty asian jokes now uh, it's also <laughs> yeah. not feminist to just uh to make the girls also be racist um, <laughs> nice yeah <laughs> did we need weird samurai kimonos yeah uh, I, I right thought at that point, here. I was like, Ooh, see, okay. I, I feel like those were meant to be like the, the Mortal Kombat like intros, like, and they're supposed to be, I don't know why they went with a video game type theme there. Like there's the a Western one. Because they were Samurai ripping one. off Scott Pilgrim and Sucker Punch. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. 
pick, but I also, um, I actually think this goes back to a bigger question that we have, which is they don't establish what the game is. In the game. So you, they don't establish what the game is. So when they come out with the weird samurai kimono, like situation, I'm like, okay, so, and like, oh, Lung has uh, cards that are in Mandarin. Okay. Like it's, uh, it's like an, it's a, uh, it's a Chinese-based game, and it's been like ported over to America, and like okay, we've got a weird mixing because samurai aren't Chinese, but okay, yeah, cool, I get what you're doing. And then all of a sudden, there's a weird flip to the Western, and I'm like, I don't yeah. even know what this game is now. <laughs> what is this game that we're playing? Yeah, there was a little bit. Just they were just aping other films that have done similar motifs, where you have like the one-on-one yeah, yeah. battles yeah. that are like you know you have like the samurai duel. The Western shootout and then the the, the boxing, boxing ring. Right. <laughs> Oddly enough, I didn't have an issue with this as much as you guys. Um, I don't know it, why. It wasn't an issue. It was just one of those. I was like, okay, I was literally wrote like, oh, you're aping other films. Cool. Yeah. I, yeah. I wonder. I wonder how much of them not being able to do this is because they wanted to use magic as their cards and then they couldn't get the rights. I, I honestly think they were just they they opted to choose to create a generic yeah. card like because that's mm. the thing like you have Pokemon, Magic the Gathering, Yu Gi Oh. Mm. As soon as they started talking about planes, though, I was just like, oh, this is magic. Well, yeah, 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 it didn't get to a point where you also don't want to get sued, but you can still, there's enough games that have similar aspects that you can do that and it's fine and you can just craft your own universe with it. Yeah, to be fair, I'll give them credit. The card game felt like a real card game. Like, I mean, I could tell that they had made up a bunch of fake cards and they were consistent. So I was able to follow like their fake game like mm-hmm. fairly well and it didn't really matter that it wasn't yeah for sorry for those that have gone to these tournaments it, is getting a mat a thing is that a real thing yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, 100%. that actually 100%. is the reward yeah. yeah yeah because the game companies will actually provide the mats and uh and they're like they're the designated prizes that are given to the stores so the stores they just need to run the tournaments you know yeah and there are there are people there are like legitimately mat collectors like people that will go to tournaments because they specifically want that mat from that set, yeah, from that year. And they'll and they, I've seen people that have had collections going over like spanning years mm-hmm. of like just regional mats because they're they yeah they're, they're specific to the region. And usually it's expanded art from that block of cards at least when yeah. it comes to magic. So like you'll get like this expanded art mat to play on, and they're they're really cool to look at. And they usually have like the the tournament and your placement or whatever. So it's yeah, it's bragging rights as well, but it's bragging rights that people can collect. It's like a, a collection on top of collecting. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Hawk, you look deep in thought. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, we've been ranting. I said, as someone who's, no, who's no. Sort of outside of the com- like the comic book and card community, I would love to know what you thought of it because mm-hmm. we have we have very specific things based on our experiences in this world. Like, yeah. sure. Sorry. It's hard to say. You guys have brought up amazing points, but Long bothers me as a character much more now after listening to you guys uh, speak. Uh, when he's first introduced into it, and in that I wasn't sure if he was meant to be portrayed as autistic as, or you know, some sort <laughs> yeah. of yeah, like, yeah, brain injury, yeah. you know, and yeah, you know, and uh, like I, I guess as a further long, I guess he must be some sort of a recent transplant to the country because everything you know, it's either that or. He, this director really just wanted to have some sort of a long duck dong in her film as, yeah. A, yeah. Th- as a throwback. That's what it felt like. Yeah. 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 The entire movie, you know, 
it was cute. That's about all I can say about it. I thought it was um, a cute like, film. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> as well. It, was, it yeah. felt like it, it felt like a lot of vignettes uh, concerning other better indie films than that. You know, specifically, I, uh, specifically you know Clerks. what would have tied this a little bit more together for me. You know how in Clerks there are like title cards for each vignette. Yep. If yeah. that happened in between, I feel like I would no. have. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I feel like it would have smoothed it out. Yeah, smooth it out for me what, at least. What I literally um, wrote down was Empire Records plus waiting plus Clerks with a card game. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, I can see that. Yeah, because there's aspects yeah. of all like there's aspects mm-hmm. of all of those movies bashed together around the around the concept of this collectible card game tournament. I wonder, like, this is just me going off my brain right now. If the film was more centered around uh, Paul and um, Aaron, Aaron, and yeah. then yeah. off to the side, we'd see things every so often, but it's still from their perspective. I feel yeah. like that would have. Maybe um, any anything that would have given the two dimensional characters more substance focus, and a through yeah. line that would have helped for sure. The the, the thing that got me the most of this is that I, I and that's part of why, like I had said earlier, that I, I watched this movie multiple times to really kind of hammer this home. Is that man? It took me until the, the third round of the tournament to figure out who the focus of this movie was supposed to be. Yes, I still because think up, it will, up, yeah. up, but like well, but like with the whole. I guess Paul Aaron comes thing, in a little bit late, right? Well, no, she comes in right before the tournament starts, but like up until the third round, you don't realize that, that, oh, we're focusing on like the kind of romantic subplot here Mm -hmm. because Mm -hmm. they spend so much time focusing on all these other little vignettes. And when you finally get to that, I was like, I was just underwhelmed with it. Cause I'm like, oh, cool. But then they spend all this time afterwards with like where everyone else leaves and they stay and talk to Arthur and then they go out on their dinner and all that. I'm like, Mm -hmm. so is that's that they're the focus of this neat Mm. and then i watched again and went and the moment that i had first realized that was the first moment where you realize that's where they're the point of the point of the movie is this yeah i wonder all this other crap and just focused on them and it would have been a cute tight little story i wonder if i i looked at this film in a different uh, lens because i saw the trailer before i watched the movie and the trailer is very much focused on them those two okay so i think i was looking at it a lens from that and i don't think it from I, I now I wish I didn't see the trailer because I, I would have seen it in a different way. Like yeah. the way maybe the way you guys see it, but I yeah. My my yeah, focus see, was, was different. Well, that's not a that's not a bad thing because like you said, no. you saw that trailer, so you got the f- focus that they wanted to have with this. That just means that <clears throat> again that it became reliable. That trailer did its job. Yeah, yeah. the trailer did its yeah. job. <laughs> but see, that, that's just sort of the movie out did not. The effectiveness <laughs> of the trailer and the sort of lacking in the film is that the trailer was able to be like, this is what we want the focus of the movie to be. Cool. Yeah, and see, you, and you followed it. I that's a thing. I was like, yeah. When Matt was about to say what the focus of the movie was, I was actually very interested in your answer because. That I think is a focus <laughs> you're creating for yourself. I don't know that that really like from the trailer. Sure, I think that was probably the best element, and I would say yeah because it ends the movie, and yeah. because there is another scene in the middle, it makes it the arc. Mm-hmm. But yeah. had there not been the scene at the end or in the middle, it would have been exactly no. like every other story. Exactly. Like that's, yep. that's what I that's what we've been talking yeah. about. Like the whole thing is just vignettes, and had they yeah. actually tied all the vignettes together, or mm-hmm. had like the whole camaraderie of the store. Or establish the relationship uh, mm-hmm. issues with Paul just because Paul is such a whatever yeah. uh, earlier. Then yeah, then when we but this is the thing. I think we're manufacturing a lot of you know what we're taking away Actually, from the movie because it I, just didn't have that amount of yeah. development. That's I all. I think I think that is uh, maybe you've hit it home more than I probably would have been able to tease out in this thing, which is that is that's actually I think I think you're right. I think that um, it is sort of 
um, a blank canvas that we are we are painting mm -hmm. our own like interpretations on, which is like from an art perspective is great because we're like like that's like great art can be you interpreting it for yourself, but mm -hmm. film is a unique medium where for the most part you are not supposed to be creating that like the, the amount of meaning that we're creating from this is not yeah. really what a film is meant to do mm -hmm. and that's probably what our frustration is also i have in very large capital letters and it takes up most of the page why is she interested in this dude yeah you talk about aaron yeah. yeah. Why is she interested in this dude? Because, because he was the producer. Yes. And that is the answer, which now that I know that, that is the answer. Yeah. But uh, he had sort of this, like. He was nice uh, to her, but that he was mean, a nice, the, like, the problem but, is but all like not that, enough yeah. for you any know, realistic girl to like a guy. The, right? the thing That's, I. Yeah, sorry. The thing I think of, the, like, when I think of Paul is. You know how we're all like at least the guy, the nerdy guys who have been like that, that shy ish type person. Mm -hmm. They all want to be that person where the, where the hot, popular, I guess, uh, talented girl wants to, you know, hit on. I feel like that is what they're they're trying to project for him, right? Yeah. What yeah. Every what every nerdy guy in those comic book stores want that, sure. but never happens. Yeah, sure. yeah, and uh, I like honestly. I've had a really weird year uh, with um, the nice guys, and I mean capital N, capital G, T, M, nice guys, that I'm very much done with, like, like the last, I guess, year and a half. I'm very much done with nice guys, which is possibly why I wrote in such large capital letters, why is she interested in this? <laughs> but, but, but Lauren, he, Lauren, is, this, he isn't one of those, I don't feel like he's one of those nice guys. You know, no, he was like, this oh, quiet guy. Yeah, he was just... I don't know. I don't know. I didn't feel he was one of those douchey nice guys. That yeah, I, I, nice did, guys. I would say that I didn't feel like he was actually trying for her. I, th I felt that he was yeah. actually, he actually didn't believe he had any real, I mean, the fact that she had to like practically, you know, break his arm to like get him to come along at the end. Right. Mm -hmm. I think. Which is a nice guy fantasy. The nice guy fantasy sure. of being yeah, aloof. Yeah. And sure. being the one that's pursued. Sorry, there's so many letters, but, it, but, it, but there is there um, of being pursued by the object of your affection. No, that's mm. fair. That's fair. Like that is the that is the exact definition of how it was applied in the film. I yeah. just yeah. I just wanted to say like I never felt that he was like playing some sort of end game. You yeah, know? yeah, yeah, no, no, yeah. Was, yeah. I I, I agree. The no, fantasy I, is correct. Yeah. That is true. Yeah. Um, I agree with you that he was not really playing that. Yeah. 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 Um, <laughs> as as the resident female on this uh, episode, um, uh -huh. I thought of I there were there are so many different females in this cast. Um, yeah. What did you What did you think of their? I don't I don't want to say stereotypes, but sort of I do want to say stereotypes, but um, yeah. because it is fairly female driven. What did you yeah. think of it as a female geek yourself? Um, I was genuinely surprised that this was not written by a man. And I don't mean that in a, I don't mean that in a mean way. I mean that in that the the way that the characters are written. And again, we've talked about the stereotypes already, but even the stereotypes of the women felt very male in terms of the, like a male perspective of female stereotypes. Mm -hmm. um, I think the one exception is the teenage girl whose name I've forgotten. And I uh, Kate. Uh, Kate. 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 Who is uh, delightful until she pulls a hard R um, using a word for people with uh, oh, yeah, no mental disability, which um, I just, uh, just a hard off screen, just like 
they decided to keep it in there. Um, I have a really big issue with that. Um, But um, she is the most interesting to me as a character. Um, And because, I don't know, like she, like, but at the same time, yeah, they felt like um, women who were written by men. And I, it's ter- which is weird because I know that this movie was written by a woman. A woman yeah. and a man. So a woman and a man. But yeah. but yeah. written based off of the observations of a man, right? Like again, like yeah. everything is arm's length, right? So mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So so um, going off of this, um, Aaron, who's you know the lead in my brain at least, mm-hmm. um, yeah. what do you think of her? Because she was supposed to be this like outsider coming in, but like a super, I don't know, nerdy Just, one, uh, manic pixie nerd girl. Yeah. That's what it, she is. The, I literally, yeah. can, I, can I just tell you what I had written down for her? Yes. Diet Felicia Day. <laughs> yes. That's what it is. That's who, that's who she yeah. was. Yeah. She was, it's, yeah. It was, that's who she was. That's what I thought they were yeah. going for. It wasn't 100%. I never thought about that. For. That's funny. It was a, yeah. I literally, like, from the second she walked in the store, I, I wrote, it's the is hair that Felicia cut. Day? No, Diet Felicia Day. <laughs> hair, glasses, pale. I actually like, like yeah. red hair, red hair, pale glasses she, into honest, all the nerdy things. She's great. She was great actress. Actually. Like I, I she was great. I, I want to see her in other things. Cause I feel like she is probably quite good at them. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, she's, uh, yeah, she's like I said, manic pixie nerd girl. It's yeah. the, it's basically, it's, it is that trope that exists still of yeah. she flies in she is amazing at all the things she gets everyone out of her shell. And then I guess she, uh, she gets the guy that she is interested in for some reason. Even <laughs> though she's like, she's leaving in like two or three days to go still, wherever the fuck she lives. And yeah. Go. I'm, I'm around for the next week. I That's think she's a student or something. She's, yeah. yeah, she is. Yeah. Except it's like, so it's like, I'm only around for the next week. I'm like, where are you going? Like, and I wrote, where are you going? Where do you go to school? But How where far are we do now? You travel to get to this <laughs> damn tournament. At a local comic these, shop. These I questions mean, are not for tropes. No, I understand I tropes. Like, oh. I was just like, <laughs> they just say my no. Head. I was like, oh my. But yeah, so, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Sorry, you were saying. No, no, no. Like that's and um, that is there is a weird, like, pervasive element of the manic pixie dream girl. Um, that is that is that girl, and yeah, Diet Felicia Day is also spot on. Um. It's great. Like I, I like her every time she's talking. I had mm-hmm. a good time. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it's like she's here to change. She's here to change things up. I, I feel like I want to. I feel like I want to look up a manic pixie thing on the internet, but I feel like it's going to bring up a lot of bad things on my screen. You, you don't want to. <laughs> yeah, do it later. <laughs> do it later. Here, Not uh, on air. There's a Put really screen great, down first. There's a, <laughs> there's a couple of actually really good articles on the Manic mm-hmm. Pixie Dream Girl, both on like the creation of and like like the death of the Manic Pixie Dream Girl as a trope. Oh. But it yeah, starting in um, like Elizabethtown, uh, the Cameron uh, Crowe movie, movie with yeah, yeah with uh, Orlando Bloom is like kind of seen as a a seminal piece of when the Manic Pixie Dream Girl kind of hits the mate like the the stream and there's about 10 years of movies of women doing basically this exact same thing yeah. women who don't aren't really yeah elizabeth town um uh oh what's that perhaps garden state garden state women, garden oh state i know of, exactly who you're talking about now yeah <laughs> yeah, yeah eternal a, sunshine i think was on that eternal, list as well too yeah eternal sunshine kind of it's, it's, yeah, yeah it's complicated for me but yeah it's that that one um 
uh, 500 Days of Summer is an inversion of the genre yeah. around what mm. that looks like. Um, um, Scott Pilgrim arguably can be Scott, in that category as well, too. A hundred percent Scott Pilgrim. Um, but mm. essentially is that um, this idea that women, like it's not an, it's not an old, a new idea, is that women exist to make men better. Mm-hmm. And that's, uh, and I don't, mm. like, basically all of the movies that we listed except for elizabeth town even elizabeth town like i don't hate those movies <laughs> at all i like a lot of those movies um but it's yeah they're the stereotype itself is uh it is uh it's yeah it's one around like women who aren't really anything mm-hmm, and right. are and they they are there to push you forward as a person they are yeah, is, the, is that whole idea of the aloof uh, free spirit like the main idea yeah. of them? Yeah, yeah. yeah. hippie, uh, hippie girl who's gonna like uh, this guy wears too many suits. I'm gonna take your uh, yeah. your tie off and let's go dance in the fountain. Oh, yeah, right. This, is, right. this is just Dharma and Greg. You're, you're yeah. 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 Oh, nice, nice. Greg. Yeah. You know, but after Dharma's this, delightful. After this episode, I'm totally gonna listen to the soundtrack of Garden State. Just yeah. <laughs> honestly, the greatest, maybe the greatest soundtrack of that, really of that decade. It really is. It's a great soundtrack. There, there there's a weird. Yeah. I don't want to say weird, but it was something that I thought was really humorous throughout the the movie, and it was the random subplot of. Um, Arthur, who was the store, yeah, the store yeah, and all those Russians, and all of the the side things, mostly because I've seen weird dealings at Fan Expo, mm-hmm. and yeah. just seeing that and being like, oh, they put in the film. Mm. It wasn't even <laughs> bad. It was it was the fact they had all that weird subplot to build up to the we're gonna rip off Pulp Fiction uh, for a joke yeah. for a joke that I don't care about. Yeah. I like that joke. I thought it was funny. <laughs> it, was, I, I, it was cute, but it was, I'm like, yeah. I, that was when it was like, that was the scene where I'm like, okay, so this is putting the button on the fact that those two are the focus of this movie, mm. and I don't care enough about this joke for it to be <laughs> my time. You, know, yeah, you keep Fair. drawing like all these conclusions, and I'm just like, I don't even know if that's true. Like, I, I'm still <laughs> looking at it from the perspective that she only included that scene because. It was actually something she could refer to throughout the whole movie. Mm-hmm. And then because that sort of thing actually does happen in stores. Like it's sure. still yeah. one of these, like, because I was yeah. actually in my notes, I was going to say, yeah, I actually had a situation like that once many years ago mm-hmm. at 401 games when it was at its original location. Mm-hmm. I used to hang out there all the time. And yeah, one night uh, there was like a bit of a hubbub because the owner had just dropped, I believe, and I'm not trying to exaggerate, uh, it was over twenty thousand dollars, right? Oh. And this is over. This is like fifteen years ago. Okay. Yeah. I think it was twenty six thousand dollars on a magic collection, and yeah. so God. all the staff were like working away at like breaking it apart and and organizing it. And mm-hmm. I asked the the main clerk there, and he's like, "Wow, you know, like uh, you know, did you guys get anything like really cool?" And he says, "Oh yeah, Black Lotus." And so this is my one Black Lotus story. I said, "Can I see it?" And he says, "Yeah." And he showed it to me. He says, "Yeah, it's already been sold." And it was $3,000 at that yep. time, right? And I was like counting my head, man, can I afford three? I mean, obviously I couldn't, right? <laughs> but, um, but yeah, but th- but that's just it. Like I just told this story. Whoever like advised her on this probably told him that or her that story. And then mm-hmm. she just had to include it, even though it doesn't make sense, yeah. right? Like exactly. it doesn't actually have anything to do with anything, mm-hmm. right? So yeah. like to me, that's a thing. It's just, again, everything is just there because it's 
it's a story from a time. It's a story, story and it's kind of cute and it's relatable. And I told, I totally yeah. get that. It's just for me, I was like, oh, you're doing the Pulp Fiction bit. Okay, cool. Yeah. As soon as the first Russian walked in with that Halliburton yes. case, I'm like, they're going to do a Pulp Fiction joke with a card mm-hmm. at the end of the movie. Nice, yeah. nice. I, was, I, yeah, I, I had seen, a, I had seen a still of them looking in the case, so I was like, oh, oh I ruined this for myself. And you <laughs> ruined the movie for yourself. <laughs> yeah. But no, like, yeah, I, I wasn't mad about it. I'm like, yeah, the, the reference was there you knew it was i i knew, also knew it was coming but i wasn't mad about it i'm like yeah mm. do your thing reference yeah. I, yeah. I i'm not mad um i you know what i am mad about um uh, <laughs> this is the I only thing mad, <laughs> uh, no i i i'm not actually mad at this movie in general no. i'm just like it is what it is um but i am mad about why they would inexplicably not be allowed to play cards at that restaurant because let me tell you as a person who worked at a restaurant <laughs> if you're gonna stay here and buy food yeah you can do whatever the hell you want at that table as long as you're not bothering someone else. let me tell you that. let me tell you a story <laughs> about how i did a play and our rehearsal space was at the bottom of a bar mm. in a second in, in a separate bar oh wow so <laughs> So we had a couple, well, actually, you know a couple of the people because they've been on this podcast. Anyway, I'm not going to name names. So they would go down there and play magic and just play magic and not really order anything. They'd order water and -hmm. then occasionally snacks. Brutal. Occasionally snacks. So <laughs> the um so I guess the owner got really mad and kicked us out one day. Correct. I and I, I don't know why. I wasn't there for most of it, but it was because they were playing magic there for hours. Yeah. Hours. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Before our rehearsal. Hours. Yeah. yeah. But like they, they went there and they clearly ordered food. Yeah. They ordered food. It wasn't as though they said they said water I, and, and I was like, Oh, okay, this yeah. is now now I, I, I see. Yeah. But I think they ordered uh, food. I think it's because we've had I've had that uh, experience where these people did order water, but or not order water. They ordered food occasionally, and I wonder if that happened to them before. I don't know. That's just how I took it because I had gone through so that. What was that uh, the fact that they had that that running joke, which wasn't a running joke until after it happened, happened. about the the record for how stay? long they could yeah. stay before they got kicked out, which yeah. again totally valid if they had actually gone if that had been an ongoing thing throughout the movie that other people were like tried we're, gonna to go ne- we're gonna go next door and try to set the record i sort of wish that they had said that this is this happened because of that one time we you know that, see that yeah, yeah if they established that being the reason that's fine but like also is that server was the server the owner of that restaurant because the server why does she again why does the server care there's nobody else in this restaurant, ma'am. Yeah. I, remember, I also remember up, I remember up until that point, they've been talking about how the one, was it Ramen, was it Ramen or was it the other kid? Ramen or Elliot? One of the two of the guys that were there had this thing for her. It was Elliot, yeah. Yeah, he was trying to pull her, and I'm like, you're a 12-year-old baby face. You're not pulling <laughs> Even then, I thought it was one of those, like, just like, if he goes there all the time, yeah. yeah. Her awkwardly, sure, but then it went from like, he was wanting to go over there because he wanted to hit on her too. Oh, we got kicked out before we could break the record. Yeah, it's two different things. Which story mm. is it? Because they're both funny, but you can't have both. No. Then again, I just I was like, I'm confused now, and I don't know what the the point is. Yeah, yeah that was like, a little muddy. Yeah. But yes, inexplicable to me. If you are purchasing things, if you are put, like, if you are spending money in a in a restaurant that is totally empty, I used to yeah. work a lot of. I worked at a cafe in uh, in Westdale uh, when I lived in Hamilton, where I would I worked a lot of like the dead shifts, mm. and like they had a policy at the cafe that you um, we had internet, but you could only use the internet if you bought something every hour. Okay. And 
and people did like there were like two or three people that would come in really consistently and mm -hmm. they would order they would order food or like a like a, a um a latte or something every hour yeah. they would order food they would order something mm -hmm. and like they would be the only person there for mm. several hours and wow. um sometimes my boss would come back and be like well like they we can try to move them along I'm like why we no. need to <laughs> do, do we need to flip this table yeah. are we who dying is, for crowds here like no yeah you know yeah. you know what's weird about that um and i was just thinking about it right now is arthur said they could only go to that one place yeah that yeah. was weird too and mm. i wonder why well again because, because they were, yeah they were babies after them so it's like yeah. i know if i know you're next door okay yeah yeah I, that confused me sense. too but that makes sense that makes yeah. sense yeah um yeah. but also where are they where are they in the states where um, it doesn't matter it's not inconsequential any yeah. town usa these yeah. are tropes you're asking too many questions because where? because these types of things happen in any comic book store to be on i think because we've kind of talked about this a lot i think realistically this was this film is a series of stories that were passed on to the writers hmm. that have happened in comic shops and they're relatable yeah. because we've all lived through them at some point in time, whether we've heard a story or we've witnessed a story. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go back to Hawk as a, as the outsider in the comic book land. Um, did these stories seem outrageous? Like, did they seem not real to you? Cause we have all had experiences like most of these stories, I think, or at least all of them, I think that we've said, but uh, for you as a person who's not gone through it, <laughs> did they seem out of place or did they, sort of fit the only one that seemed out of place up until now was arthur and that i thought that was purely for comic uh you know effect and that the whole transaction with the russian and that <laughs> and yet it's perfect. so real yeah that's it apparently real. yeah yeah actually mentioned when steve mentioned about the prices and that that doesn't surprise me and that uh you guys probably watched that uh the jeff goldblum special on disney and that uh remember him in the the sneaker convention and that Oh, many yes, thousands yes, yes. of dollars was going around for just for sneakers and that. So you should see applied. the comic book, uh, the landscape for comic books. It's really, really like intense, especially with the grading system and people mm. um, buying at that high level. I don't know. It's it, it wears me out at times, especially yeah, seeing people we, get graded in real life. Yeah. <laughs> so, so other than that, it seemed like you know every other, everybody it they. They didn't seem out of place, you know. I I could imagine those stories taking place among these characters. I would anyone say CCGs are their like main thing? I don't think any of us would, right? Um, uh, I don't know. I mean, I don't go and buy them regularly, but they're going to be part of my life forever because I just yeah. like the um, the format. So I wonder who, um, what someone like Mark or Spears sure. would would feel about this type of game because they were so they are very card driven guys um you, you know what i mean matt because we've been friends with them for a long time and they yeah there are times when they, that seems like their main thing it's either that or dungeons <laughs> and dragons and at times i feel like magic overtakes that too. it's true um i i think i honestly this this film for good or ill it's it's a very niche film mm-hmm I think it is one of those things where people that have played these games in stores or even yeah. just with friends will 100% identify with this film. You think they would love it more than we would because we're sort of a little bit out? Yeah. I don't know if they'd love it. I think they would definitely, they could definitely appreciate it. But that's the mm -hmm. thing. As much as I'm kind of shitting on it and I, that's just the nature of me. Yeah. Uh, I get we all learn like that. <laughs> it, but it was, it was cute and it was 
kind of, it was kind of funny. It was kind of cute, but it was definitely one of those. I was like, I, I, part of what was kind of funny, but also kind of killed the humor. So I'm like, I could identify with the stories. I'm like, I knew yeah. from the buildup of the store of, of like the scenario, what was going to happen. Yeah. Cause we had gone like, through it. I'm like, I know where this is going. Just like, <laughs> oh, like, Oh, there's there, you know, there's the fart thing. Like, Oh, I know where this, that's going to happen. As soon as someone opened a bag of Cheetos, I'm like, someone's going to touch a card with Cheetos. Like it, the movie was so good at conveying the stories that it telegraphed itself. Mm. So then it wasn't a matter of me sitting there and actually taking in the film. It was a matter of me being like going from beat to beat going, this is this story. Yeah. This is this story. This is this story. Yeah. Which kind of pull, it pulled the surprise element out of it, yeah. which is not a bad thing, but I'd like to be surprised with movies. Exactly. Yeah. I, 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 I find it funny that each of us has, has gone through each of these stories, but in different spots in our, yeah. Like where we've gone. Like But I think it's definitely like I can I can hundred percent see how it would win the awards that it did at the locations that it won those awards. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was gonna like, say like Gen Con, hundred percent it's yeah. gonna win yeah. uh, Origins. Because everyone origins, yeah. there is gonna identify with this movie. Well, yeah, I was thinking about that because I'm looking at it as the quality of the film and I'm like, <laughs> oh my god, right? But mm-hmm. you know, what were they up against? But here's the thing, right? Like when you're in that space you know, and you're just sitting in, you know, like, you know, with a whole bunch of gamers and, uh, you know, it's a crowd thing, right? I mean, people are there, they're enjoying the hobby, you know, so they're not going to be as critical, you know, when they see themselves up there. So I think, you know, unfortunately, because we weren't in a crowd where people are like, just kind of like, ah, it is what it is. Right. (laughs) Um, and then some of us have ended up you know, saying it is what it is. Mm-hmm. But, um, but I think that was the reason it did win. Um, I, I do think the movies, uh, I don't know. I don't even say it's aged because it's only a couple of years old, but mm-hmm. like, I mean, like, yeah, that samurai stuff and some of those, some of the, like the Chinese accent stuff. Like I, I think my real issue with the movie is that it, it lacks the self-awareness mm-hmm. and that's fine. If you're just watching with people who are like, just enjoying the hobby and and that Mm -hmm. space but as a film outside of that sphere uh yeah it it just doesn't have that like because like okay i don't want to compare it to clerks right but in a way clerks is just about you know what happens in a convenience store right and yet kevin smith either because he lived it himself and is also a good writer right or when he wrote Quarks, let's say, okay, I don't want to get into a big debate, okay, but yeah, yeah, yeah. he he at least was able to tie all those little vignettes together into something that became like a very amusing day, right? Yeah. And I think that's with, what, yeah. Sorry, yeah, I was gonna I say, that, I I think with Clerks is that because it was centered around Dante, sure, and Randall, sure. and everything just happened around them. Sure. Yeah. From that point of view. That's, but that's just it though, right? That's the quality of the writing, right? Like he had the he had the wherewithal to actually make it centered and have some way of us watching you know the day proceed which is what this movie lacks this movie is just a lot of observations possibly because they're not actually firsthand possibly Mm. because yeah i just needed another draft it just it's it's a little fragmented and and yeah as a film it's not tight you know it doesn't have a journey that's why i said like this this is like a 100 percent a brilliant niche film Mm. but it is a very, very narrow niche. Yeah, it's pretty it's not much. a thing that you could put this up on like, a VOD or a Netflix or anything like that and would <laughs> get a lot of views. Like, it's very much like if they, you market it properly and you market it to a community that will totally get and identify this film, it'll do great. It's not mm. a movie that I think you could release to the public and it would be 
you know, the next big raucous romantic comedy. Yeah. Huck. I would argue that, yeah, you're right. Uh, it's, it might be way too niche uh, mm-hmm. in the fact that it's, it's really appealing just to one obvious yes. one audience and that, and the fact that it's not informative enough about this little world and that to, for a lay person to come in and watch it and say, exactly. Oh, I've taken something away from this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, w- I wonder as a parent, um, what a, I'd say, I guess, teenager set well, that lives this life would feel in this because we're, we're older. We, we've, lived through the the CCG thing for a long time. Yeah. So we know it so well, but someone who's just getting into it or someone who's been in it for a while as a kid, what they would feel like. I, th- I don't know. It, there, there's some I of the humor. Really enjoy it. I feel like some of the humor yeah. is set for like teenagers, right? Well, um, they would really enjoy Sorry, What was the trope called? Lauren, the pixie. pixie, the girl. Manic pixie. pixie girl. Yeah. And they would love it just for that alone. Right. I mean, the everything Jesus. else is funny yeah. to them, but yeah. definitely they're in it for the pixie. Yeah. So. Yeah. The teen, yeah, the teen, the teens are the teens are teens are gonna teen. Yeah, um, but... yeah, I know people who would who would watch this who are not necessarily teens. Um, yeah. And I think it's interesting that, that that's kind of where you see the audience because I actually I I don't necessarily see that as being the case. I think I see the audience as being people who are like I would say mid twenties to our age who mm. remember who still think about that way, think yeah. about that time. Yeah, yeah. I, I I was thinking mid teen to like early twenties. Yeah, that would really get this. For, that's that's for tracks, yeah. That's fair. Um, yeah. yeah, but I'm would, just, yeah, sorry. I'm just wondering, like, within that that band of age, though, like, again, not to bring it back to Lung, but like the way they were like all over him about like, you know, Korean, Japanese and all this sort of mm-hmm. thing and just his accent. Like, <sighs> it, I get that a lot of people are not self-aware or you know uh, knowledgeable in these things but like they were like it was really heavy-handed you know they're like all they over went, him yeah. they're all over that joke right yeah and like if had it happened a couple times it would have been something and had he like laughed at it but he didn't seem to think it was funny so i didn't really understand what was happening there right like if yeah. that was just his thing and he ran with it that would have yeah. been good mm-hmm. yeah but I they don't, really I don't, were yeah. like either they, they were, really were clueless or they were really actually mocking him i, I don't yeah. know mm-hmm. I don't um, know. I've seen people like I know. I don't know. I, it, this is a sore spot for me at comic book conventions, but I've I've seen that happen with groups of people, mm-hmm. and it just it bother, it bothers me. And mm. I don't know. Sometimes I don't know if it's they're in on the joke or they're just like, like you yeah. said, if they're in on the joke or they're just like putting it off because it's something that happens to them all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or both. Like I mean, both both and either and neither and mm-hmm. something else. Um. That's that's actually that part of the movie is why I don't think that it is for a younger audience because that that's actually what dates the movie more than anything else for me is that because that character that characterization and the way that the characters react to him is not a young fresh take that's yeah. not even young hip edgy racism yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, if you go back ten years twenty years like. Yeah, this is yeah. No, I could I could also see it ten years ago, unfortunately. Yeah, even ten years ago. You're right. Well, back ten years, there's there's a lot of like these Asian characters now, but they are they're staged differently. Like that's the thing. There's a fundamental difference with like, oh, he's the Asian guy. They play it differently now. That's the thing. Absolutely. I mean, that also comes. It really brings to the point that you have to remember when this movie was written. Yeah, well, do we know? Um, I didn't. I didn't. Seventeen. No, no, no. Um, it, it, was, it wasn't it was that long, long ago. I, well, I don't. Okay, not necessarily when it was written, but if the movie came out in twenty seventeen, 
if they were really concerned about that and they caught it because the things have shifted so much, they probably would have changed it. The fact that it was left in means that whilst in where we're positioned right now in the world, sure, sure. may be different than where the filmmakers were positioned. I still think there's a, a little bit of a lag. I still think oh, there's a bit of a lag. Well, there definitely I, is because of the timing on it. But even then, the timing isn't so far off that it's going to be... Mm-hmm. that critical even even so like i just felt like the way those jokes were presented it it, it, it to me it felt a little bit like a lack of awareness of something you know it yeah. just was taken too matter of factly you know um sure. i that that was my feeling but you know mm-hmm. yeah oh, like- I'm, I'm not disagreeing at all like it yeah. was it was in a movie full of stereotypes it was the most heavy-handed of all stereotypes yeah 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 and yeah. No, no, it was, it that's, was a punchline to a joke that wasn't told. Yeah, uh, yeah, and that's I think what irritates me the most about that. Because yeah, I I have watched tons of movies that are all stereotypes, and that's fine with it. But um, you either yeah, either he has to be in on the joke and think that it's mm-hmm. great, and like that has to be played really clearly, mm-hmm. or you're literally just bullying him. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. that is, and I, I like that is. I'm, like that's all I could see the entire time. And that that was part of what got me with the whole like these are supposed to be people that have been hanging out with each other for a long enough period of time where it's like where this is acceptable. That's somehow. the kind of it's but it's thing yeah. the, the jokes that they were making and the the jabs that they were making mm-hmm. aren't the kind of like they're, they're not the kind of jabs you make with someone that you've known a while. If that makes mm-hmm. sense, they're kind of they were like surface level. Yeah, yeah, jabs. yeah. Everything was free. Like you just met the guy or he showed up like the yeah. week before and you're like, we're going to make yeah. fun of this guy. Not someone that you've known for years. Someone you've known for years, you can get more personal with those jokes. Yeah, you get more sophisticated jokes. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Thank you. Although there, there are some people that don't go past that, right? Fair enough. Friendship. Sure. I, feel like, I feel like if he had reacted a little differently and there were times he looked like he was offended by it, I feel like yeah. it would the joke would have played differently. Yeah. 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 But also, yeah, I just wanted just one guy or gal i just wanted one person to be like Ugh. and anytime someone made that joke i just wanted one person <laughs> fair enough yeah. i wanted a reaction from someone else of just being like what is what the fuck is this or That's like a, why why do you why do you take this that that type of thing because so, they oh, did that yeah, with another that character yeah. right brought it to Who a was four it? Was sure. it the kid with the mom was that the yeah. one where they're like why do you guys take this i feel like that mm-hmm. happened early i can't remember I don't know. oh no it's that it, it was a. It was with the blondie kid. Blondie kid. Uh, when the girl oh, comes when in, the girls she does. Up, she does a. Yeah, she does a. No, she does a trade. She does a fit, like yeah. the little the the baby oh, yeah, boy has things his in his hands, hurts. and she's like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna do a trade." And she just takes stuff from him and like puts something there. Oh, yeah. which yeah, well that again, that was again, that was like that was I was like I was weirdest character intro ever. I'm like, so yeah. she's the bitchy girl. Yeah. But she was sort of the bitchy girl for the movie, and then, yeah, for a good and chunk, turned. and then she changed. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that was the other with her especially. That was the one thing that threw me because when she walked in like that, I was I I me was like, how old is she? Because I'm like, either you're a, like someone that's in her late teens, early twenties, playing a teenager, or yeah. you're someone that's in her late teens, early twenties that just looks really young. But I couldn't I couldn't gauge from her first the first ten minutes she was on screen who she was supposed to be and how old she was supposed to be until oh. her dad showed up. And even then, when he first walked in, I'm like, is that her dad or is that her boyfriend? Yes. <laughs> I had the well, same I never reaction. got that. I'm yeah. glad. Yeah. Yeah. That was my concern, I, For half a moment, yeah. I'm like, yeah. I don't know what, and then as soon as she's like, uh, they made some joke and, with and then dad, he said, I was like, I was like, oh, thank God. I was, there, I was like, <laughs> yeah. okay, cool. 
but also what the what? yeah why is she the reason i had the confusion eric was because she treated her dad like everybody else in the store and that's what threw me right like yeah, for half no. a moment no, oh, like no yeah. relationship. I don't know. I, I've I've seen that a lot at Fan Expo, so I guess that's yeah, where you, I got that from. Nice, um, especially yeah. and I and I definitely thought she was a like a fifteen or sixteen year old girl because that's how they act at Fan Expo, wow, which is horrible. Sure. Yeah. Um, it, it's, it really is the worst when you see that in real life. <laughs> well, that um, was I mean, just with a lot of the characters, like like with uh, Elliot, like the blonde kid and her, like I was I was unsure until uh, Ramin came in what their age demographic was because you mean you have yeah. like Stu and margo who are clearly in their mid to late 20s mm. and like a I lot of early 30 were, anyway sorry but, i'm yeah, saying but they I'd were, say they were the a 30s. lot older characters yeah. you have like you know have like elliot shows up where you're like yes you look youngish but that is not indicative of your age at all because mm. you could just you know baby face character could be whatever it is and then kate comes in and i'm like i really have no idea how old she's supposed to be because there was a a weird maturity level of all the characters where they're all kind of on the same plane of maturity. Mm. I, I found just the way they all interacted. I think you're still. I think you're trying to rationalize too much again. No. Like, they're all surface level tropes, guys. Like and that's, but, no, but I think that's actually why that's the problem. That's wise because <laughs> yes. they were so surface level. I didn't. I just had a problem yeah. digesting all that. So anyway. Yeah. Yeah, Hawk. You were gonna say you you yeah yeah the maturity level thing and that um because it kind of struck me as weird with both Margot and Aaron um you know because those two seem to have their they seem to more have their shit together in life and that sure. for where where yeah. they were like age wise and that and I, part of me kept thinking why are you two even here yes like. Like Margo was a Margo was a prof, like an, a lit prof uh, at some university. Yeah. She's a grad student, obviously, in that. And it's like, mm-hmm. you really don't you have somewhere else to be? She had like a half a sentence that said something about like drama and like I don't know who. Oh. who which one? Uh, Margo Aaron. Aaron? Uh, not Aaron. Uh, Margo. Margo. Yeah. Whereas Aaron was like trying to blow off steam, right? Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I remember what it was. Is that uh, she? Um, she can get all the fighting out. Like she can get all of her like um, her oh, violent tendency, her, all of her aggression gets out oh, in the car yeah. game. Yeah. Okay. And, Again, yeah, yeah. was like such a weird throwaway line where I'm like, yeah. "Who are you?" Because at no point was she playing the like sporty lesbian, with the exception yeah. of the haircut. There was no sporty lesbian vibe. There was no. I, I didn't see any trackies. I didn't see any like references to Mia Ham. Like there was nothing here. What is this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna play a lesbian stereotype. I want to see it. <laughs> <laughs> what did That's you right. think? What did you think of their? I, I I really enjoyed their card game together, Aaron and uh, Margot. Yeah, yeah. Was that was the probably the best scene, and honestly, yeah. agreed. Yeah, because they were I, the two best actors. On, uh, <laughs> frankly, yes. Steve didn't get a good scene with anybody. He was just a dork for the whole thing. I love Steve, but he didn't get to play I, off anybody. I liked his know. bit at the end when he uh, beat Wyatt. Yeah, that was yeah. funny. Sure. Yeah, like yeah. That, that was whole, fun. That whole sequence where he like because that, that and then yeah. that plus a little bit of his repairing his relationship with Kate. Yeah, forming yeah. A relationship yeah, yeah, yeah. The dad part was good. Yeah, but like yeah, that, I agree. Aaron and Margot's that was the best. That was the best match. So yes. Oh yeah. Um, any? I, I'm trying to think of where we can go from here, but I feel like we've said it. I, I again, I'm gonna do an overall for me at least. I thought it was. Yeah. I thought it was a cute film. I, yeah. I would I would definitely pop it on a streaming service and have like like Lauren said I would have it on like if I was doing something because there there are times I would 
I, you know, I genuinely enjoyed. Um, I don't know if you guys feel the same way. Um, it's, it's, it's kind of cute and kind of funny and kind of mindless. It's not high art, but it's, I don't think it was ever meant to be. It's, it is a, no. a, a, a cute little niche film that if yeah. you're into the, if you like that kind of thing, it's the kind of thing you're going to like. It was a yeah. niche slice of life. Yeah. Right? Um, I, uh, I thought it was pretty cringy. That was the word that kind of kept coming up for me, but ultimately I will also say that, yes, it's a niche film and I like the way it ended in the end, but it was, it was a bit cringy to get through the first like half. And so, yeah, I, I think I agree with you guys. Ultimately, I thought the movie was okay. Um, you know, but yeah, it was a little hard at the beginning. Definitely for me. Uh, Lauren. Uh, yeah, I think everyone's already kind of said it. Yeah, it's it's <laughs> cute. Uh, it's like it's totally fine, honestly. And yeah, like a, a three stars. The it's three a, out, of, a out of what? Just three. Just out three. Of, <laughs> Just three. <laughs> but that could be three out of four. It could be. But I, I I have I have given I have given you the rating and it is that, three. It is this the is, Lauren three star. This is she wants the quotable moment going up on their website. Three stars. Yeah. Nice. Please thank you. Uh, no, no. <laughs> I think for what it was, a, a a very cheap little indie film, I think I'm gonna guess it was probably about ten, fifteen grand to make in total in that. No, production more wise, was, more than that with some of the actors involved. I, I think some know. of the actors probably took. I don't know. Took probably a took a little yeah. bit. Yeah, I took a scale on that. But yeah, uh, either way, you hmm. know, definitely not the worst thing I've ever seen. Uh, uh, and I managed to sit through it in one sitting in that because you know once I actually started into it, I just wanted to see where the where it ended up. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, yeah. yeah. which is yeah, th- th- I guess they, they su- succeeded in that, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Personally, there you I, go. <laughs> I'm, what would I? What's a rating for? Let's see if I can do a Lauren type rating. A uh, right. a seven and seven point two five out of. Oh my hmm. god! <laughs> seven point three seven out of shrugs. Seven point three seven <laughs> out of shrugs. Important on a on a scale of cats to rise of Skywalker. Oh, I no, 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 I don't quite for me it's still kind of close to a two because two out of five because I yeah I just find the cringy bits at the beginning and the sort of the questionable sort of lung and the and and just the 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 lack of cohesion overall like it there's there is something there for people who if you were if you're in a gaming environment and you are all there for the game You'll, you'll have a laugh because you can just have a good humor about it. But just yeah. taken on its own outside of that niche, as Matt was saying, like it really is very niche. So yeah. I think overall for me, it, it, it's a two out of five, but mm-hmm. I still yeah. was okay with the ending. So uh, yeah. honestly, I, I feel like if there was a tournament going on at a comic book store, they could just put it on a yep. TV and people would 100%, die. For I sure. think that would be amazing. 100%. For, for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, so if you the listener do want to uh, check out this film. Unfortunately for Canadian, it's not anywhere here for streaming uh, yet, but for our American friends, it's on Amazon prime and it's free for those with the prime membership. So, you know, that's always good to find it. There it is. Um, anyway, tournament <laughs> tournament, the film. Yeah. If you, if you've seen the film, why don't you let us know we're on socials everywhere. Thank you, Matt. Thank you, Hawk. Thank you, Steve. Thank you, Lauren for coming on and Yo. talking about this film and about 
the Snyder Cut and a bunch of other stuff earlier. <laughs> so many um, things. <laughs> so um, thank you all for coming and listening to us, and we hope to see you soon. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. Well, that's it for us this week on Geeks with Kids. If you want to get a hold of us, you can send us an email at podcast at geekswithkids.ca. And don't forget to like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash geekswithkids. Follow us on Twitter at geekswithkidscn. Check out our pics on Instagram at geekswithkids. And you can find all of this good stuff on our website at www.geekswithkids.ca. So if you like what you hear, why don't you hit that subscribe button and leave us a comment. This podcast can be found on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, Stitcher, YouTube, and your favorite podcasting app. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.